On this week's episode, Austin and Tim travel back in time to the actual day Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941, to find out that movie theaters were not open. So they got back in their time machine and traveled to the next day, December 8th, 1941, and watched a whopping eight movies, including Ladies in Retirement, Charlie Chan's Murder Cruise, The East Side Kids, another East Side Kids movie called Spooks Run Wild, the beloved comedy team Abbott and Costello in Keep Em Flying, William Holden and Glenn Ford in Texas, Alfred Hitchcock's Suspicion, and Fred Astaire and Rita Hayworth in You'll Never Get Rich, Murder, Intrigue, Mystery, Cowboys, Army Hijinks, Stupid Kids, Haunted Houses, Shitty Husbands. It's all coming up next here on Film Geek Time Machine. everyone and welcome to film geek time machine i'm your host austin kennedy i'm tim kaiser Hello. and we're at war we're at war that's right <laughs> so <laughs> this is the podcast where we have a time machine and we go back in time sometimes to random dates sometimes we pick the dates because we think it'd be fun pretty sure we've said that since the beginning <laughs> right. since the first episode like, was your birthday. birthday right right it's like it was yours <laughs> Yeah, so we do what we do is we go back in time, watch movies, we get the newspaper, and well, we actually have newspapers.com, so we'll look at the newspaper beforehand to pick the movies to try to see uh, what will line up and what we'll see. We each pick like two or three movies. Um, this time, we got eight movies that we're going to be watching. Yeah. But yeah, but we mean, have a little story about what happened. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's still shorter than the one with the Jesus movie. I think so, too. none of these are three hours long. I don't think this was And the... one of them is technically maybe not a movie, because it's like three seconds short of an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, the day that we originally picked was December 7th, 1941. Yes. Which was... The Pearl Harbor attack. What yeah. is that? Oh my God! <laughs> it's a little history. Well, I think you picked that. You're like, Look, I, I want to go back to the right, yeah. Right I there, mean, I, I like I like picking dates, yeah, like yeah, historic yeah. dates, and we have a shit ton left. We do because we're spanning a hundred fucking years, Austin. That's right. Okay? That's right. So I thought that. Uh, so yeah. So I thought that'd be cool. But what's funny because we looked in the newspaper and we were like. Because uh, uh, I go to newspapers.com to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, and there wasn't a listing for December 7th. So I'm like, huh. Well, I figured that we just went back in time anyway. So we just went in our time machine. We went back in time to December 7th to get the newspaper there because it was probably a mistake. Well, we discovered that all businesses were closed, and we went there, and it, it was pretty bleak looking because yeah. obviously everyone was in panic because we thought we were all under attack. Yeah, everybody but children were crying. Yeah. It children was... didn't care. Right. They weren't going to be old enough by the end of the war, they figured, <laughs> to be drafted in. But, yeah, so we went back, so we're like, oh, so I guess we don't get to see movies then. So we ended up getting back in the time machine and going to the next day, December 8th. And sure enough, like, 
right on the front newspaper yeah, is but, just like... But Austin, yeah. you do know there's another way to travel one day in the future. Wait a fucking day. Okay. We, I suppose we, we could have just done that and <laughs> saved the plutonium. Spend 25 no. cents for a hotel and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the plutonium is a more expensive part. That's right. I didn't want to wait. <laughs> I, understandable. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it was a scary place back then, you know, because... It was. It was the 40s. <laughs> and according to half of these movies, real weird. <laughs> so now we're on December 8th, the day after the Pearl Harbor attack. December 8th, 1941. That's what we picked. The number one song was Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yeah. Me, boys. I love who, that song. Who, who did that song? That was the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Oh, was it Glenn Miller? I'm okay. Sure they died during the war. Isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn, Glenn Miller, Miller and his orchestra. Where there's actually surprisingly for a war that we weren't in yet. Yeah. Like three of these movies have the military. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them takes place half in Honolulu. Yeah. We just really stumbled onto some real theme <laughs> stuff here. <laughs> um, and then I was I just want to look at the radio programs because it wasn't really television back then. So we have radio programs that reviewed. Yeah, technically, in that kind of was. There was if a little you, bit. If you ask Adolf Hitler and he broadcast <laughs> some stuff. But there was the Orson Welles show. The Ed Sullivan show premiered in 1941 radio program. Well, really? I didn't yeah. even know they had a yeah, radio yeah, yeah. one before that. Weird. Bulldog I mean, I guess it makes sense. He wasn't like, he didn't have a TV friendly face. Yeah. Okay. Most of these I haven't, I haven't heard. Of so there's all oh, the Avenger. Radio program, Bulldog, Drummond, I've heard there of. There are a lot of radio shows that we do not have but, any recollection of. I don't know what What's any of this is. Home stuff? of the Brave? I know. The Great Gildersleeve, what I've heard What the hell of. is the Happy Drome? I don't know. What the, oh, happy, the Hippodrome? No, Hap- Happy Drome. I don't know what that Hap- is. is. Yeah, I, it's, it looks like I thought I was a thing. And then the I'm Happy like, Drome. Radio program radio. produced oh, in oh, Britain. It's a British show. Oh, so it's a British show. So it's like, it looks like a, okay. a variety show. Anyways. Yeah, so radio programs was all, were all the rage. Oh, these back are just then, the so. debuts. So there's yeah, yeah. obviously there stuff was a lot that more stuff probably going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the, so this is uh, we're gonna list the movies that we didn't see. So here's a bunch of movies that were out um, at at the time, and we have uh, one of the Thin Man movies, Shadow of the Thin Man, which I think was the fourth Thin Man movie. I kind maybe? of weirdly, would, if we're gonna do Thin Man, I'd like to do the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen and the. Then, that's the only one I've seen. If we could weasel a way to actually see them in order, right, right, right. Because at this point, they apparently had a kid. And shit, all kinds <laughs> they of did. Stuff I have not got it to where they had the kid. So, um, uh, Lady Scarface, hold back the dawn. Lady Scarface, you, uh, you belong to me. Um, there, uh, he married his wife. Um, Doctor Kildare's wedding day. That was a series. Doctor Kildare. Yeah, that went on the TV eventually. I think. Didn't Abbott it? and Costello hold that ghost. So there are two Abbott and Costello movies. Yeah. This is the one we didn't see. Yeah, we saw hold, one. Hold that ghost. Um, Blossoms so wait, in the hold, dust. So that okay. I'll, good. We can talk about a thing because <laughs> hold that ghost has like obviously scary ghost shit in it. Yeah. And the one we watched, which is nothing to do with that. Has scary ghost shit in it for some reason because it would be funny. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this woman is mine. When ladies meet, a lot of these I haven't heard of. So, uh, Barnacle Bill, I have heard of. Um, the Antichrist is on tour. Okay, so we're looking at the newspaper right now, 1941, December 8th, and there's an ad. It says Antichrist destroy man through fear, fear of poverty, fear of disease, fear of loss, fear of death. And it's a, basically a guy who wanders around trying to scare people into, I don't know, hate crimes, is my guess. Well, this ad is sponsored by the Shepherds of the Healing Christ, is what it I says. mean, yeah. They've <laughs> got a picture of the guy. Well, and it's neat looking at the paper, too, because then there's also the Hilex home defense, home health defense. This and is like... weird, because the war was going on. We just weren't in it yet. Well, not quite. I yeah, mean, we were... at this point, I can't imagine there were ads this day that they wrote up in a day. No. Okay. Oh, here's the eighth. 
Oh my God, we're at war! New ads. Right. Well, the new uh, well, the the front of the paper though was just you know had the D had uh, yeah. D Day, but oh, yeah. had the which Pearl is, Harbor which, attack which, all over which it. Which is what I always just assumed was a December seventh front page. No, but no, this is the eighth because there wasn't at but, least there wasn't a Minneapolis Tribune. No, I'm sure there day. might have been other papers, but <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, they were closed down, so it was interesting. Um, so the movies we didn't pick, we had it worked out that we got to see, this is our record eight movies that yeah. we get to watch. Because a lot of B-movies back then were about an hour long. Yeah. That's the, and, they that, were, and they were still considered films. Yeah. So, and that was kind of the thing. So Two of these are almost exactly an hour. One's like an hour and ten. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. So one of them is like 59 minutes. One of them is like an hour and four yeah. minutes. Yeah. The first movie, that, and the, it's funny, so we went and we're picking movies. Like I picked one, Tim would pick one. This movie we picked... Be, Solely because it was the earliest showtime, 10 a.m., which happened before for yeah. the 1961 when we saw the yeah. gazebo. A similar thing happened here. And a similar thing happened. fucking hell is this movie amazing. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> let's, let me say what the movie is. No, no, fuck you, Austin. Okay. Um, the, our first movie is Ladies in Retirement. Um, our second movie we did pick was, this is a double feature, Charlie Chan's Murder Cruise and the East Side Kids. So the East Side Kids... Was a series that kind of started with the Dead End Kids and uh, kind from of the like Dead a End movie. Spinoff slash, and yeah. then they merged. I'll go together. more into it when we yeah. when we review it. And then um, after that, there was another East Side Kids movie it's called Spooks Run Wild. But that so actually has the has Dead End some Kids. Of the, some also of the Dead in End Kids. Yeah, it's, it's like early Bowery Boys thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In many ways. And then um, then we saw Abbott Costello keep them flying. Um, then this is one Tim picked solely because of the title. Oh. He's like Texas. What? There's a movie just called Texas. It's Texas. Let's what? It Texas. 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 All right, and then um, Alfred Hitchcock's Suspicion, and then You'll Never Get Rich, which is um, uh, Fred Astaire, Rita Hayworth, in one of her first starring roles. Yeah. Um, musical, which I wanted to. I picked those last two. I've seen yeah. Suspicion before. We haven't done a Fred Astaire thing yet. No, we haven't done Fred Astaire, and I really like. We haven't done Gene Kelly, so hopefully we'll get a Gene yeah, Kelly we'll, movie. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll weasel in it. <laughs> Anyway, so those are the eight movies that we got to watch. So the first movie is Ladies in Retirement. And I guess, spoiler alert, this movie's really fucking good. Yeah, because yeah. I, I watched it again afterwards. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, is this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was like halfway through this movie, and I'm like, is this movie really good? Yeah. And then as it goes, I'm like, this movie just gets better and better, and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie, again, so when we watched The Gazebo back in episode four or whatever, we just picked that movie solely because it was the first movie showing that day, and then we yep. were like, holy crap, that was such a surprise. Oh, this is better the than same, Gazebo. <laughs> the same thing kind of happened here. And so, yeah, so this movie uh, is directed by Charles Vidor. He's a, he was he's not known today as, like, a, you know, like Orson Welles or anything like Howard Hawks, but he was just a prominent studio director, and he was very reliable. He just made solid films. And this stars... I, I can't remember, is it her name? Ida Lupino, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. I, I don't know who she is. Yeah. But she's good. Oh, no, she's awesome. Everybody no. in this movie she, is fucking phenomenal. Oh, you've never seen her before? Oh, yeah, I'm she's... sure I have, I'm sure I have. Oh, she's terrific. But her sisters will blow you away. She's... Fuck, they're good in this. So, so Ida Lupino is a great actress, so I'm going to click on her. So she died in 95 at the age oh. of 77. But she, what's cool about her is that she actually, after starring in a bunch of movies... She actually directed some movies. Oh, so cool. she's she started directing. Oh, so a very early cool. female director. The Hitchhiker, The Bigamist. Yeah. Austin Kennedy. Those are from 1953. We could have seen better <laughs> movies in 1953. 53, yeah, instead of Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So I, I so I thought that you know she's a cool actress, 
And then um, Lewis Hayward, and I don't know if you know this about the the main actor here. He's they were married. I know they Lu- were. Lupino and Lewis Hayward, the two leads in the movie, the male lead wow. and the female lead, but were married at the time. They're really good because yeah. they don't look like they like each other. No. Maybe they were truly married. They were they fucking alone. They, they, they got divorced like three years later. Okay. So, but yeah, they were married for three years at this point. And He's the only like real male. Well, Ida Lupino, she was only like twenty three in this movie. She plays a lot older. She Holy plays shit. a lot older, but yeah. she's like the older sister of those two basically middle aged women. Well, and I don't even know. <laughs> I, they never said older. I think just more responsible. They never. Yeah, they never I guess said older. not. Anyways, they sounded like it felt. I guess I got the feeling yeah. she was the older. So the the um the movie also stars um Elsa Lancaster and then uh, Edith Barrett. Elsa Lancaster is. She's known for being the bride in Bride of Frankenstein. That's Elsa Lancaster. What? Yeah, that's uh, who plays Emily. Uh, what? How, how, how did I know about not know about this movie? Yeah, often? I didn't know about it either. Ladies, this movie retired. is just on YouTube, so, by the way. Just fucking yeah, you go can to just YouTube. Watch it. Here's the thing: We're, we haven't even really started talking about. This no, movie. we haven't. Stop the podcast. Yeah, go watch this fucking movie. Yeah. Come back, listen to the rest. Yeah, of the I will podcast. say. I will. I will okay. say. I will say this: the this movie, and and maybe because we didn't know anything about it. Nope. And. As I, the, I I found the name to be interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. It's like, ooh, ladies in retirement. There was like what one the lady. There was like mean? one lady in retirement in this entire movie. So maybe it means something else. I don't know. Like, and she but, doesn't make it halfway through the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so what what's interesting is you're watching watching the movie, and as it unfolds, that's kind of was half the fun of this movie because you're like, holy crap, I didn't know what was going there, oh, yeah. and you're like, what? And so if you don't want to know yeah. anything about it. Don't listen to this portion of the It starts off, yeah. the opening credits, I'm like, is, opening, this, a, is this a horror movie? The opening, and then halfway through, I'm like, this is essentially a fucking horror movie. So, the, <laughs> essentially a Hitchcock film. Yeah. And so, what, what, what's, what's great about this is the opening credits of this film, where it, they have the titles, In the Lake with the Ripples. Yeah. I and was then, like, how the fuck did they yeah, do that in 1941? And then it pans over, and then it's just showing the titles in, like, the in in the grass yeah and the, i'm like it's holy crap. so beautiful and so the, yeah the camera just pans over and it's playing kind of like like this kind of haunting uh classical music you know and you're like okay what's going on so okay here we go <laughs> ellen creed it's ida lupino's character she is the, i guess the, it's a spinster or whatever she doesn't have a she's like older lady that doesn't yeah. i mean she's not she's, older she's but, retired oh yeah now, now who are you talking about no i'm talking about the main character oh no they call her a spinster not, oh, but she's not She's like the housemaid. Yeah, she's the housemaid. She like runs the house yes. for this other lady. Yes. And there's whole, also a maid. Yeah, so this is like in, in England, but it's like in the, the country. So oh, there's yeah. like nothing it's in, around. It's in the bogs or yeah. something, they said. And there's nothing oh, around. every time you're outside, I'm like, fuck, this set is fucking oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, none of this is location, so it's all on a set, but and it's incredible. It's incredible it was It was nominated for Best Art Direction. Oh, it should have been. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Every it was time nominated. they're outside, I'm like, yeah. I, I know this isn't on a this isn't at a real place because this looks better than the real place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was really cool looking. Yeah, so she's taking care of she's like a housekeeper at for this old lady and the old lady's name is I forgot the names of all the kids. Yeah, well it was Fuck the it. first movie of eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, companion to her, her old friend Lenora. So that's it, yeah. So oh, it's okay. Lenora, so this old lady and who's rich, she's got a lot of money, she's got like a... She used, she to, be, like, she used to be an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has like a, um, she has like a vault with all the, her this goods like and her money. This is like mid-1800s too, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all horse and carriage. Yep, yep, yep. And shit like that. Yep. Anyway, she's taking care of her, but she, um, she has, uh, Ellen has two sisters that 
are mentally ill or whatever what they would say. I don't know. I think they're just fun and weirdos. No, right, okay. right, right. <laughs> now they just be weird. They're, I don't think they're going to hurt anybody. No. They are dumb. They're just, <laughs> they're, 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 dumb they're a nuisance and they're annoying. Oh, they are very annoying. So, and I'm like, I'm glad I don't live there, but I'm glad I watched this movie with them. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, they were at, um in, in London, they were staying with someone and now the people that were running the place were just like, we want them out of here. We're going to send them to an insane asylum. We yeah. want them out of here. They're too and, annoying. <laughs> and Ellen is like, okay, I'm trying to take care of them. So she's like, hey, can they come and visit? For like a day or two. Right. But already, you can already tell that she's planning on oh, having them live 100%, with her. 100%. You already 100%. know. But so then Lenore's like, yeah, go ahead. They can come over. Sure. Fine. They skip like months in this thing because yeah, yeah. they've been there forever. Yeah. So they come in. So this is just a nutshell. There's a couple other things going on. So they, they, they come in and uh, she immediately, the old lady immediately hates them because oh, yeah. they're just like, one of them's bringing like sticks in and throw them in the middle of the Oh, yeah. She's cleaning up the river side. Oh, I have to tidy up the side of the riverside. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the outside, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but that, yeah. So, and, and then there's um, another subplot there with another housekeeper that's there named Lucy. She's a younger blonde. And then yeah. this guy comes over, and it's apparently the nephew of Ellen, which, yeah, being which through a different they, marriage, it's, I don't think yeah, it's even yeah. blood they are, related. They're not blood related. No. He says nephew. They, her and the sisters all know him. Yeah. And, after they figure out who it is, because they haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he seems to be a, a similar age to, right. to them. But this guy is a shyster. He is a con oh. man, oh, yeah. and he is conning the old lady for money. And even though the old lady kind of figures that that's what he's doing, yeah. she doesn't care she because he's a hottie. Because <laughs> he's a hottie. She's yeah, like, oh, he's, he's yeah, he's charming. Yeah. He's nice. I'll just you know yeah. whatever. And whatever. I'll, and then he, it's like twelve pounds or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which back then is. Eighteen trillion dollars, <laughs> but then he kind of like woos the other lady, like Lucy, and, yes, and, and the stuff. pretty one. Yeah, well, they're all pretty. In the yeah, movie. but I mean, well, that he they call, yeah. he considers her yes, to yes. be the pretty one, right? Well, yeah, they're all fucking movie stars. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, so that's a subplot. But then they kind of take that away, and then you don't, you know, they then they focus on something else. Yeah, so that comes back later into play. Yeah, because he, he 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 leaves. Yeah. He legitimately leaves after yeah. this like five minute scene. Yeah. Yep. And he doesn't come back for like a fucking 45 minutes. Yeah. This is still, we're not even past the first half hour yet. No. So then, so this is where the spoilers would come in. The old lady is like, I want them out. I don't care. Then you can take your severance pay and you get out oh, of yeah, here too. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah. you get out you of here. You can have a month's pay or whatever. Oh yeah, you get out of here. And so what happens is, Ida Luvino, she is just very, she wants, she, uh, she, nothing gets between her and her sisters. Yes. She's very dedicated to her sisters. You can already tell, and I'm like, is she? They telegraph it early. Right. And I'm like, but I'm like, are they going to do it? I mean, they kind of telegraph that she's she, going to murder. She, well, she puts the necklace on the old lady. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was real creepy. Are they? And something bad's going to happen. Are they going to very do Very similar. Oh, it happens like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> No, it's time. It's a half an hour. When it's it's like really? thirty-three minutes oh, into the God, movie. Oh God! It's like a full hour of the movie at post-murder. Yeah. Wow. So she takes a rope and strangles her. Yeah. Yeah. They and don't show it, oh, no. which works better. Well, it's like what Hitchcock you probably would have done. Want to yeah. sit there and watch an old lady struggle? Oh no! It's not what the movie's about. No, no, no. Okay. So she's trying. She tells her sisters, "I'm like, hey, I swear to me on the Bible that you." She got rid of the sisters for like. A yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go do this. But thing then she's like, because I need to talk to her. I'm gonna privately. sell, but she, she says, she, uh, the lady sold me the house yeah. and she went away. 
And that's kind of what she's telling people or whatever. Or actually, she tells people that, that she, she just went she, away She on only trip. tells the, her sisters yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. she says, you cannot tell anybody this. Yeah. This is a secret. Yeah. Well, anyways, the guy comes back. And then and Lucy is, also doesn't know what's going on. But she's still there. So the guy comes back, which I always forget his name. Albert. So Albert comes back. And then he's skeevy on the ladies a little bit. And he's also trying to scheme them, trying to get money from the vault again. And he wants some money. But then you find out when they open up the vault and it's all bricked up. Yeah. So because I'm pretty sure there's a dead body in there. I'm pretty sure there's a dead body. They don't really make it clear, but I'm like, oh, uh, that's where that fucking dead body they, is. They, they made it, I think they made it clear enough. They make it clear. <laughs> they aren't going to show that dead no, body. No, no, but they, it's pretty pretty well implied that it's in there. But anyways, so he's trying to be like, well, what happened to her and stuff? And then her, him and Lucy kind of maybe want to try to get proof that maybe something happened to her so yeah. then they start like doing like the ghost thing where they try oh, to God. like they try to like pretend that the ghost of her is back to see what her reaction would what yeah. ellen's reaction would be it wasn't and, a good reaction no so they're like oh okay we're pretty sure that she killed her yeah but you know what albert doesn't care he's like he wants in on the thing too he's Just, like yep. hey we can go in together on this thing and we can you know what what else can now we do? that i know i want half the money right exactly so he doesn't really give a shit Essentially, so that's the, the kind of the, the movie where you're trying to, like, is she going to get away with it? What's going to happen? Yeah. This movie, yeah, you're right. This movie is, it's really well directed. Really, oh, yeah. be- it's beautiful. It was a play. It was yeah. on Broadway for I like mean, it all takes years. place on that cottage. Yeah, it's all in that cottage. Uh, there's, like, one scene where they're on, like, a carriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is basically yep. right by there. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the many outdoor scenes that you're like, yeah. Jesus this, fucking Christ, this set is Yeah, amazing. this movie really, really surprised me. Well, right away with the opening titles, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I re- it's really yeah. classy looking. And then when, you know, the stuff with the sisters are happening, I'm like, okay, I really like the characters of the sisters. Like, they're fun to watch. They're, they're be, I mean, obviously, mental health, it was a thing back in the 1800s, but what? it wasn't like an acceptable <laughs> thing. Even if, like, I, I'm pretty sure that people that just had ADD were, were like, oh, go to the insane asylum. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, you're quirky. Right. Well, we're going to chop your head off. Because okay? right, I'll tell you right now, I know a bunch of people that are just like these two sisters that are, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. I actively <laughs> have known many people who weren't. I also know the people who are annoying in a way that you hate. Yeah. But they're also the ones that are more like them. And as long as you don't actually have to live with them, like, those people are cool. Yeah, okay? yeah they're fine. I'm not going to be a fan of living with them. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Some of the stuff that they do and and... You know, we do have a Hitchcock movie coming up, but Charles Vider kind of out Hitchcock Hitchcock. Oh, in I this think film. this is. I'm sorry. No, we're, no, we're it, jumping way ahead. This is better than Hitchcock. No, movie. this, this. <laughs> I feel like Charles Vider like does Hitchcock better than Hitchcock, and at uh, least at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Because later on, Hitchcock goes. Oh yeah, goes all in. Oh, for on sure. Hitchcock, for sure, okay? for sure. It's funny because if you would watch, and, and again, not to telegraph the Suspicion review, so. But if you were to watch Ladies and Tyrant and Suspicion and go, which one did Alfred Hitchcock direct? I would have picked this one. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you know what I mean? In many ways, and, and well, like we're, we're jumping ahead. But, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. well, when we get to Suspicion, we're actually just going to talk about Ladies Retirement some more. Yeah, that's okay, right. So yeah. there we go. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so the scene that blew me away obviously was the murder scene. When she like sends yeah. the sisters away, and it's kind of a master shot, and she's out. she sends them out in the carriage. Turns around, she walks directly right into yeah. the camera to a close up, and the look on her face, and you're like, "Holy shit, she's gonna fucking murder!" This is fucking and gonna happen. And what was really cool is that so the lady, old lady, sitting downstairs, right, 
it's she's centered and then the camera slightly slowly pans to the right yep. so now the old lady is on the left side of the frame and you can see ellen coming down the stairs her shadow coming down you're yeah. like oh my god it's like a vincent price horror movie and then it's crazy. and then when she comes down <laughs> and then it like pans or, or, or like it goes into a close-up of the rope in her hands yep and then you see her Kind of, you see her go around, but it doesn't go around the old lady. And then it it just cuts to the the floor, and you see her jewels yep. go down. Her it's, pearls fall down on the ground. Yep. And, and you're like, and, and at that point, I'm like, is this pearls thing gonna come into it? And then they all fall, and I'm like, nope, the pearls are just yeah, yeah. The, if there but, was like two of them, you're yeah, gonna yeah, find yeah, pearls. Yeah. But if all your pearls, no, you're not gonna find pearls. <laughs> it's just a movie thing, okay? right? But yeah, that scene was so great. And then the rest of it too. Is that people are gonna find out? What is she gonna do? And then it ends in kind of a kind of a haunting way too. Yeah, so I think I she's really, turning herself in. I think so, or maybe gonna kill herself. Or yeah, you don't. It, they, it's, they, it's a little open ended, which I like. Which I like. like well, the, the cops are on their way essentially. Yeah, because but he gets look, arrested. But they're looking for the guy yeah. because he like stole money from a bank he was working for. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so he's just like, oh shit. So he's like, well, I guess I'm out of this con because yeah. I gotta fucking run. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to go to Canada. Yeah. Okay. And it is probably the silliest scene in it when the sisters come in and they say, we saw Elbert playing tag. And when they went, <laughs> and when he lost, he got really mad. And I'm like, you people aren't that dumb. You were playing with uniformed police officers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, this, I think this movie's great. The, 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 the music, the, I, th- I think the, the acting's really good. It's, it's, it's terrific. I it's a three and a half for me. Oh yeah, three and a half. It's it's. Uh, I was like after the second time, I'm like, boy, I, if I keep watching this, it, it might, might be, turn into it a could be four. It movie. could be four. But, this is a really but good again, movie. this is the reason why we do this podcast be, to find these gems oh, yeah. like this, like the gazebo, and I would consider this. I think it was. It sounded like it was well received when it came out. I was reading about it, but it's a movie that has been. T- completely forgotten yeah, about which is why it's just on it. youtube with a few thousand viewings right but <laughs> ladies in retirement check it out it is a really really cool almost gothic thriller yeah it is um, yeah. it's really good it yeah. can hear it in on this thing it calls it a film noir and i'm like vaguely oh but it's more gothic You're i would right. say so yeah i say it's more of a gothic yeah thriller. i i mostly I, because of its time period i think so yeah like a Crimson Peak, yeah. if you ever saw Crimson Peak, the Guillermo uh, del Toro film. Nope, yeah. I haven't seen that Never one. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, I, don't, I don't watch movies. So yeah, this was a surprise. So this was hard. We're like, oh my God, we got seven movies to watch? I mean... Oh, well, I was sad because I'm like, I got seven more movies? They are not going to hold up. No, uh, no, they're not. And, <laughs> and, I have seven more to watch. It, I'm so sad. Which, nece- which obviously isn't super fair, I don't think. Yes. But, you know... So, it's just a random chance of getting this amazing movie from out of nowhere. First, holy shit. Uh, yeah, out of nowhere. It was awesome. Our next one is Charlie Chan's Murder Cruise. And I think we both wanted to pick it because we've never seen a Charlie Chan movie. I have. I, I assume I've seen him when I was a kid, but I because I, I knew all the tropes yeah. of the sons and all that stuff yeah. and the guy in yellow face yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This isn't as offensive as I expected it to be. No, no, no. Well, it's interesting. Nobody in this movie is racist towards Charlie Chan. No. And it was funny. (laughs) I was actually doing some research on Charlie Chan. And this was actually a 1940 holdover. So this uh, wasn't 41. This is Sidney Toller's playing uh, Charlie Chan. And this is his fourth or fifth time playing Charlie yeah. Chan. He's the second guy, I think, playing him. Yeah, the other I, guy, I, I it's funny, everyone, that, everyone that, di- that plays Charlie Chan dies. So the, the actor well, died. Yeah, because it's 1941, yeah. stupid. Well, so the actor <laughs> of course, di- they're all dead. Well, the, they're the, old men in the 40s. The first guy that, the first guy that played him, 
um, died, and then they got Sidney Toller, and he... Oh, he died? Yeah. That's why they had to replace yeah. him, is what you're and saying. And then same thing with Sidney Toller. In 47, he died. How old was he? So he was, like, in his 60s at okay. this point. He didn't look like it. I mean, he's got makeup on. He's got... He's, he's caked in makeup. Yeah. Okay. But Sidney Toller was... So he played him until, like, 46, 47, and he died, and then they got someone else to play him. Yeah. So... Because if you kick on enough makeup, and you say a really racist accent... <laughs> well, what's interesting, too, is that... At the time, in the 30s, when these movies were coming out, it wasn't considered a racist thing. It was, con- in fact, a lot of people condemned it for not being racist because, wow, an Asian person is yes. actually a hero, not a not that a Fu Manchu the, that, villain. That He's is not a servant. That is the thing that I I knew that there are still even some Asian American people who are like. The whole idea of Charlie Chan isn't the racist part. No, it's, it's the bullshit accent and the dude in the fucking makeup, yeah, yeah. okay? But the concept will, yeah. that he's a guy in Honolulu yeah. who's a detective, yeah. and at this point in the Charlie Chan mythos, yeah. he's world fucking famous. Yeah. And people who don't live in, in Honolulu show up and go, oh, Charlie Chan, awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to solve this murder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the best detective in the fucking world. <laughs> So, yeah, so this was, I, I, you know, like I said, I I mean, I knew about Charlie Chan, I've just never seen his movies. I will say this, as much as Sidney Tiller's in The Yellow Face Makeup stuff, he's pretty fucking good in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. That's, it is weird. He's good. He's good. He he's is, really good. For, for what he is trying to do, I'm like, he's pretty good in this because <laughs> he just has to talk in that weird broken English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he has a son. He has two sons in this, number two and number seven. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> only number two is the only one. Is is the only one that well, it's is funny, really in the whole movie? Because he's all the kids. Now, back in, uh, digress a little bit. In, in the seventies, Hanna Barbera came up with the cartoon, The Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. Is that a Charlie Chan thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's Charlie Chan, and he's got like seven kids. Yeah, and they're all well, in a band. <laughs> it's just like it's seventies. It's like a Scooby. Well, Charlie Chan's not in the band. His kids that play music. Oh my god, that sounds like the most yeah. horrible, awesome thing I've it's ever pretty fucking awesome. watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he solve murder stories? Yeah, that, yeah okay. that's what they all go on murder mysteries with the kids and everything. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if his son was helpful in this, sort of. Except for also made horrible mistakes and almost got the wrong guy. <laughs> multiple got, times, multiple right. times. Okay, well, anyway, so so there's this strangler going around killing people. At first, the first half of the movie, I'm like, are they? Is there going to be a cruise in this film? Like, it's like because uh, I kind of assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, this movie's like an hour and fifty minutes long, and it yeah. does take like thirty five minutes for him to, to get, to get on, on the cruise. The cruise. Yeah, yeah. And well, all the actually meaningful stuff happens on the cruise. It's yeah, pretty yeah, boring yeah. before that. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's some interesting because there's a there's at least two murders before yeah, that. Yeah. There's like one on the cruise. <laughs> right. So he's just looking to unmask a killer on this cruise. So he's go- he goes on to the cruise. But there's a killer before that, but they assume the killer is going to go on the cruise. Yeah, I I I'm not clear sure. how they figure that I'm, out. I'm not sure either. They, and then all of a sudden, use, Charlie Chan's like, oh, I'm just going to go on the cruise, too. murder mystery movie logic. It's how they yeah, figure yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a murder going on, and there's a bunch of cast of characters. We have a which, set. Of a, of a cruise ship that we made, yeah. so we better go to that cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I almost forgot pretty much all the characters. You know, you got the oh, you got the two trillion. People, you got the two people there's that are in love. Many. You got the you got the crazy lady that yeah. that psychic. You got you, you know, have to have people, and they aren't even really trying to make you think that some of these people are murderers. They're trying to make you think like two of them might yeah. be the murderers. Then there's the archeo- and the rest are just people in the movie. There's that archaeologist <laughs> dude. There's you know, um, there's a professor. There's also some like uh, other. It detect- does go full. It does go yeah. full Scooby Doo at the end. It, it does. It does. <laughs> and they do some. Uh, oh, they also there is also some uh, other detectives 
that are there, but then they're only mainly there just to get killed. So oh so yeah, then they get killed and yeah and stuff. But yeah, the, except for Charlie Chan, the no, only right. one you should kill. Yeah. Nobody even tries. No. Okay. <laughs> so with, with you know, I'm sure if you watch a bunch of these movies, they're all gonna run together. You yes. Know? But I'm, I was wondering if earlier ones are a more comment on his Asianness. Right. I don't know. I don't and know. This one, no. No, no. Literally, one talks everybody about, yeah. shows up when they find out who he is. They're like, "Oh my God, that's awesome!" Charlie Chan's the coolest. Well, guy well in the world. Charlie Chan, you know, is talking. <laughs> is like, oh, and like what he always does those Charlie Chan isms where he's like. Oh, flower is like magic sword. You know, it's like yes. you know, he'll say something weird I like that. I do like there's there are like at least two instances in this. Yeah, where somebody I think it's I think it's both times it's his son. Yeah. He Charlie Chan has deduced this big thing, and he yeah. goes, "How'd you figure that?" And it goes. Somebody called me and told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not even deduction. Well, you what, just acted like you're the smartest guy in the world because somebody told you the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlie Chan is, you know, uh, he's an, uh, Sydney Teller's in, in, in Asian face. You know, they make him look like he's Asian. His sons are... His sons are Asian. They're Asian. The Asian and, actors. And, yeah. his, and his older of the two sons, which is in most of the movie, yeah. is... Always in bafflement face of like everything around him is the most astonishing thing he's ever yeah, yeah. seen. Well, it's actually well, pretty funny. And it's funny because, <laughs> you know, Charlie Chan's in broken English and they're all like, oh, gee, pop. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They talk in 1941-isms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. White guy-isms. Oh, gee, pop. And the only time even anybody even mentions the word Chinese is they mention that we saw a Chinese yeah. boy. Yeah, it, Boy, I'm pretty sure that guy was like 24. <laughs> <laughs> that we saw a Chinese boy running around. And I'm like, and, and Charlie's like, did you see a Chinese boy? That's because you're he's the only Chinese guy in the ship. And I'm like, oh, to Honolulu? The, I feel like you'd have half this fucking ship would be Asian. I thought okay. the end, I thought the end, uh, the, or the beginning scene when uh, the, the two kids are in his office trying to find the letter of his report card. You know, like the kid's report oh, card. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I yeah. want to hide the report card. Yeah, that's where he deduced it. That <laughs> yeah, was yeah, the yeah. first deduction. And then he goes, like, oh, I already, I already opened it. <laughs> <laughs> How did, did you know? I, how did you know I had that like, bad Oh, break? I got a letter already. Right here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already opened the letter. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, then, you really deduced the shit out of that. That was really funny. But then he's like, okay, now please bend over so spank him. And he's going to spank him. <laughs> I don't think he actually gets around to spank him. No, he doesn't. Some, he... some horrible thing happens. No, no, it's like a knock at the door. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And then that guy me. comes in and then that guy gets murdered. Actually, through so, like a window. <laughs> that first murder scene was actually pretty cool. It though. was pretty cool. You know, it was another strangle with a rope or whatever. But and then the guy. I was wondering if every movie at this point was going to have a strangling, but you know, I think this is the last strangling. Maybe, yeah, I know, I think so. You know, for what this movie is, this is Fox's B division. They're making, they're just churning these movies out. I feel like if I watch more of these films, they'd all run together. I'm like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. But seeing one of these movies, I enjoyed myself, and I'm going to give it a mild three stars. I actually liked oh, I'll it. I'll go two and a half. I liked it. I, 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 liked it. I, I liked it more than I expected, especially after watching. A really good movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, I gotta watch a fucking Charlie Chan movie now. It was and I'm fun. like, it's, it's... Ah, actually, yeah, I expected much more racism. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what I expected. No, and I was actually surprised. There's some legit funny humor in this film as well. Um, oh I, yeah, there is. In there's the first actually... half of the movie, there's a scene where they go to the hotel and just the, the interaction. I forgot who that one lady is. That older lady. She, I thought she was hilarious in the she movie. She was. She was really fun. She, she I can't think of funny. exactly what she does, but I remember I laughing right. at her stuff. Seven movies. Se right. This is seven movies ago. No, okay. but, but a lot right. of it kind of... I do remember seeing her and also go like, oh, she's pretty cool. And there's some funny like screwball comedy stuff going on in the, in the, the end of this does have kind of like from Murder by Death. 
Yeah. Where one of the things he ripped on, a whole new character shows up. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. lady shows up, and she's, like, in the skies. Yeah. And she helps to, like, solve the crime. And I'm like, where the fuck? You can't figure this shit yeah, out. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is just a character that didn't exist until yeah. now. But Charlie <laughs> knew about her. <laughs> it's just like, whatever. But so this movie is not about the murder. No. It's about watching... Charlie and his kid. Yeah. Be funny. Exactly. And exactly. Charlieisms and stuff. It's actually not as terrible no, as I thought. I actually liked it. Um. So I was wondering. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I thought I had while watching it. Yeah. If you, because nobody's really done a reboot other than that '70s thing. So the in, the last person to play Charlie Chan was in 1981, and it was Peter Ustinov. They did. Just a, get a fucking Asian guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but here's what I want. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. I understand that if you did redo it now, you really have to have Charlie talk that way. But I want that to be a thing Charlie's doing to make all the white people confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would, and then funny. whenever yeah, he's with yeah, his yeah, yeah. whenever he's with his sons, he just talks like Normal. completely fluent English. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes like, "Me, me walk over there." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why do you sound so stupid? But you're so smart. I, the whole time that Charlie Chan was talking, I kept waiting for uh, Truman Capote to go like, <laughs> "Yeah, <it's great." laughs> for murder by death." Yes. Um, this movie is what it is, so I I, I enjoy it. It is. It's it is. it's yeah. actually not that bad. No, I like it. Two and a half is probably, yeah, I'm happy with two and a half for this, though. Okay, so now we got, so the double feature was East Side Kids. So now, it's interesting. I was a little confused about how this Dead End Kids, East Side Kids, Bowery Yeah, Boys tell works. me, because I, I didn't really look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird. So so here it is. So I'm looking at the thing. So the history is the Dead End Kids. It started with Dead End, which we really liked that movie. It was for 19, Yes, 19, yep, you know, that was really good. Really good. And now there's tough guy kids from the play. So it was actually based on a play, and they reprised their roles in that film. Okay. But then they did other movies, like I guess they were in Angels with 30 Faces with James Cagney and Humphrey yeah, Bogart. Yeah, which I'm like, does that yeah. th- that can't be same continuity as Dead End, because that James Cagney no, 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 super no, no, dead, no. okay? No, no, well, it, was, it was Humphrey Bogart. Oh, well, it was Bogart, I'm sorry, um, you're right. They made me a criminal. But, I mean, um, Zach Bogart in, the, in that Dead End super dead. And then Universal <laughs> had a competing series under the Little Tough Guys. And then later on... The little tough guys and members of the dead end kids combine them, and that's kind of what like the East Side Kids is. So they kind of combine oh. them. However, I don't think there's a dead end kid in this actual movie. I don't. I didn't but, recognize any. But after they did it, Leo Gorsi is the one that was kind of the main famous one. He's the one that kind of looks like looks like he's 14 and 40 at the same time. Yes, that you know he's in spook, he's in the spook. Is one. he he's the not one whose one. shirt? I'm like, just get a new shirt. Dude. He's mugs. Okay, he's like a mugsy. One guy's shirt was so full of rips and holes, tars. I'm like, no, that's you, not. You literally get a job. That's in this one. This movie. In this I know, one. yeah. But in this yeah. one, it's like you get a job. You're not working for the cops. Yeah. Buy a new fucking shirt. Yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. They're paying you like a, a a dime for each one of these things you deliver. And then after <laughs> the East Side Kids, they started getting older. Then they started making the Bowery Boys as them as adults, and that's kind of where that came in. Well, at this point. This is the first a crime side. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the movie they, they after turned this into comedy is part of it, and yeah, that is not a crime story. No, no, they turned more <laughs> it's into like comedy. It's a year later, and it has really changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they turned more into comedy films after that. This tries to be comedy. Well, you know what's interesting about this movie? <laughs> tries. So, Dead End, um, this is all kind of a, a little bit of a reworking of that a little bit, because you have the adults in the movie, where yeah. you, have, you have the one bad criminal guy coming back, and then you have the one guy that, that he remained there, and he's good. But this time, this guy's actually a cop. Yeah, um, they don't do a very good job of this. And his name is Pat. <laughs> that name is Pat. Dead End was a prestige William Wyler film. Yes, oh yeah. These are B-movies. These are B-movies. They, I, I mean, it's got it directed by, but... Robert I assume, F. Hill, yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, I, did he only do b And these are monogram pictures, so this wasn't even through... 
like a major studio. Oh. So these were actually which Charlie Chan film started at Fox. Later on, after uh, the one that we watched, they went to Monogram Film. So I don't know if they. Went, oh, okay. Dr- well, I mean, but... that was definitely a B film, the Charlie Chan film. Absolutely, it was the B division of Fox for sure. It's definitely just sets they already had lying around, yep. and then it's like, uh, like half the time we're in there on that cruise ship, and I'm yeah. like, that's not a cruise ship, that's a fucking giant room. Right. Okay? <laughs> that room is huge. So East Side <laughs> Kids, I mean, it opens with like they show a lot of like footage of actual New York, which is kind of neat. I like yes, seeing that stuff. Yes, yes, the very opening of this because Dead shows End was like a because like in Dead End. There was no location photography in that. That was on a awesome But that set. set was amazing. You know, it was an amazing set. That was amazing. So, this one is, uh, there's no location. Maybe there is location. Maybe a little bit, but a lot, you know, obviously. Maybe they literally just My said, guess is they probably go shot outside. it. We're in the middle of LA, go outside and act like New I'm York. sure they okay. shot it on some back lots. Yeah. Um, um, there's a guy on death row, and it's one of the East Side Kids' uh, older brothers. And, yeah, which he doesn't yeah. know about. And it's, the East Side Kids, they, you know, it's kind of like the Goonies <laughs> where everybody talks over each other. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. And, okay, the first half of this movie, anytime it started doing th- that it was with the kids, I was kind of enjoying it. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, mildly. I can, I can, I can mildly. see mildly. Mildly. Mildly yeah, going like, okay, this is, it's watchable. Because, because that's what the show is. movie is an East Side Kids movie. I'm like, I'm in this for, quote, unquote, I'm in this for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then adults show up, and they try to do this stupid counterfeiting shit, and I'm like, this is dumb. Okay? Well, so, Pat, the, he's the good guy, the, the cop or whatever in the town. Yeah. Um, He's a really bad actor. He's terrible. He's not good in this. His he's name is bad. Leon Ames, and, and don't disrespect, he, he just he didn't do a well, good job in this he's movie. He's, like, trying to, like, get the other guy off well, of no, death row. He has no charisma But he isn't doing that ever. He, he, he says it. And then I'm like, but the rest of this movie, that's not happening. I'm not even talking about his character. I'm just talking his performance. No, no, he's yeah, he's no, 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 he's, no, he's, there's no, no he's chemistry. Bad. He's not. He's, he's not like. He's there, not there's appealing. the villains, the German guy. So in actuality, this episode has a lot of weird World War II stuff in. Yeah. And this, this is there's a German a... guy who left Germany yeah. because, or at least he left Germany because of. Essentially, he yeah. doesn't ever say the word fascism, but he talks about yeah. how the cops there can yep. do this and that. You can't do that. We're not in Germany, right. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but you're a criminal, dude. You're, right? you're a horrible criminal or trying to get people murdered. That is interesting. Just like the Charlie Chan thing takes place in Honolulu. Yeah. Okay? A rich kid shows up and they're like, oh, you're going to be oh, one of the Why does the that guy want to be in the group? Yeah. It's so but stupid. they had that in Dead End too, where they had a rich kid. But, but then that they beat rich him up, kid yeah, yeah. wasn't immediately, didn't no. immediately beat them all up no. and then act like no. they were still the coolest people in the world. Yeah, 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 you yeah. literally beat them all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you think they're cool? They're lo- they're lamer than you. You beat them up while wearing a fucking suit. Okay. No. The first half of the movie, I'm like, okay, anytime it went to the kids, I was kind of enjoying it. They, and the, also in the movie, too, so they're like, you know what? We got to get the kids off the street, so let's give them a boxing gym. That was... <laughs> yeah. Just like... This boys club. St- we're going to start a boys yep. club. Yeah. Right. Well, you find out the criminal that came in town that knows Pat, the the, the sheriff, he's actually the one kind of behind who, ki- who actually killed the cop that the person... On death row is being blamed for. There's all this stuff with that, and then there's a little bit of like a love interest with Pat that I didn't care about. So anytime nope. I went to the adults, I'm just like, this is so boring, and it's, it's not so, good. This movie's an hour long, and it's one of those. It felt ones really like, long, yeah. Fuck, this movie is long. How can it? Because I'm, I was literally like ten minutes in, and I'm like, how can only ten minutes have happened? Yeah. So much nothing. They talk and talk and talk, but never say anything over and over. And I'm like, 
This is so fucking tedious. And then it got really laughable at the end when, you know, they, they have the, you know, the kid on the roof and, and they're well, all... one of them dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't seem to really care no. other than immediately afterward they don't give a shit. But remember <laughs> in Dead Ends how they had... I mean, comparing it to Dead End, you know, that well, was a great Dead movie. Ends on YouTube. So is yeah. this, but don't watch this. Watch no, Dead End. Dead End is amazing. <laughs> well, Dead End has a great shootout and stuff, and this is as the exact opposite where it's just oh, not interesting. God. It's not well, good. One of those stupid, well there's literally a shootout happening on the roof. And one of the kids goes, runs up there without a gun or anything. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, surprise, that kid ends up dead. Oh, well, yeah, weird. it's a fucking middle of a shootout, you moron. Yeah. Of course you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, this was, yeah, I, it was pretty disappointing. This is a one and a half for me. Oh, I'm giving it a one. One, no, it's This a one was a really tiring. No. I mean, the problem is I had really liked one movie and then surprisingly kind of like the next one and then this yeah i was like oh and then i'm like what are the next movies like oh oh, oh, oh no oh no next movie oh there we go <laughs> so then the next movie is spooks it's run a, wild it's weird because the charlie chan and east side kids yeah. were the double feature yeah but then we sort of made a double feature by throwing another east side kids yeah, yeah, movies yeah. in there What's right funny? Well, I asked you. I'm like, well, what should we do? It. Do you want to watch two East Side Kids movies or two Abbott and Costello movies? I'm like, oh, let's watch two East Side oh, Kids movies. Oh, I kind of wish I'd picked the other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Spooks Run Wild is the next one. It and was mostly that if we had watched two Charlie Chans, we couldn't have got eight in. Right. Because that those are like yeah, yeah, hour yeah. and a half long movies. So those 19 like movies. 1941, and this one is yeah, it was 65 minutes. So this one is more of a comedy. This actually has. Bella Lugosi is the first yes. build person in the movie. He is Bella Lugosi, who did not want to fucking be in this movie. Oh at God! All no. and also he was for, collecting a goddamn for ninety percent of this thing. They are trying to pawn it off as a Dracula sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's wearing well, the outfit. He's trying to. He has the yeah, same look on his yeah. face, and I'm like, uh, why have I not heard about this Dracula sequel? Right. And then at the end, I'm like, oh no, I know why. Because it's not a fucking Dracula sequel. So <laughs> the movie kind of starts out the same way as he said, kids showing a bunch of. Street scenes again. Yeah, it's like I, oh, I noticed like, that. I'm like, oh, it's, I, I wonder if all these movies. Start I like wonder this. if I went back and watched it if it was the same actual footage. I don't think, I don't it, think was. it was. I don't but, think it was. But it's funny. But uh, um, but that's the thing. I'm like, I wonder if they all started like that. So and then yeah, I expected this to take place in New York. No. Nope. <laughs> So, they immediately leave New York. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the members of the they come on screen like a freight train, the East Side Kids, and they start like arguing and fighting with each other and doing all that shit. And then all of a sudden, someone comes up like, "Hey, you guys are going to camp." So they go on a bus. They go to camp. I'm like, "What? What the fuck's happening?" So they go to a camp and they don't want to go to camp. And then they stop yeah. at like a. Uh, Their punishment is. Well, then they stop at a little town diner or whatever, and they see that they flirt with the, flirt the soda fountain that, girl. That twenty-five year old soda fountain woman. Which was, well, also, they're also twenty-five years old too. Yeah, and Sunshine Sammy was twenty-eight years old. Really? I assume they were supposed to be teenagers. Though. Well, yeah, I'm sure they were supposed to yeah. be teenagers yeah. in the film. Leo Gorsi at the time was married for like five years at this point. Oh wow! So Holy I mean, shit. he was like twenty-five years old. Yeah, they go to this town and then they leave their camp at night because they want to go meet with that girl or whatever. Right? He's like, I'm gonna go try find that girl. I'm like, what? I've got a date with what's her who's Right, this? right, right. So they all leave. So Muggs is kind of the main one. It's Lil Corsi. And there's a bunch of other kids that don't really stand out. There's also a subplot with Bella Lugosi, and he comes to the town. But there's also like, there's a strangler. There's some. There's a murderer. Murderer. The or, monster a monster killer. murderer. Monster, monster killer. killer. It's a monster killer that's out. And right away, this one uh, gas station attendant's like, that's him. And he points at Bella Lugosi, like, that's him. Because, I mean, I, I, because yeah. I've also seen Dracula, so I assume he's a murderer. And then there's another guy who's kind of like, <laughs> Van Helsing or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, I know who that is," and oh, oh, I know who you are. I've read oh, you in my book. That guy who was the actual murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so then the rest of the movie, so they, they go to the spooky house, and then the kids go in there, and they literally run around this house. It's a haunted house movie. Yeah. For 35 minutes. Yeah. Doing fucking nothing, nothing in the movie. Boring. One of them nightmarishly racist one, nonsense. One of them actually. <laughs> one of them actually like gets like hypnotized, by, but yeah. under Bella Gosi's spell. There's he's walking around like a strong, zombie. Like, how can they fuck this up? Well, there's a how Scooby. How is this not entertaining? Well, then there's like this a Scooby Doo scene. Fucking entertaining. Well, there's like a Scooby Doo <laughs> scene too. You know, one of them's in a knight outfit. Yes. And he's walking around. But and, then the other knight shows up, and it wasn't a bad guy. It was just another one of the kids in another no. knight's outfit. No. No, like, no, no. What the fuck? This doesn't do anything for the story. No. And then it just goes away. No. <laughs> I, so it's it's pretty poorly made. It's not necessarily really funny. I'm going to say one positive thing about this movie, and it's why I'm giving it one star. Okay. Sunshine Sammy is fucking awesome in this movie. Is he the black guy? He's the black kid. And he, he is really funny. Anytime is... he was on screen, like there's this one scene where he's on screen for a minute by himself and oh yeah he, and he's actually i did i did like when i would see him i'm like he's the only one in this who's any fucking and good. when he's doing and he's also cringy okay? yeah, yeah and when he's doing stuff he's like oh lord you know and, yeah and, and it's his, very 1941 but 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 his delivery and stuff like he's really talented he's clearly. all in on, he's all in on this and he knows what to do so he's like i need fucking money okay yeah. i have a slight history i've actually met sunshine sandy what yeah well i belong i belong i think Not i met like you this. recently because i'm no. thinking he's Dead he died in 89. Yeah, I met him when I was 12. <laughs> and you know this, and I think I've already mentioned this on the podcast. I'm a member of the Lauren Hardy fan club, uh, oh, Sons of the Desert. Okay. Yes. And I've gone yes, to, like, con- I've been a member since I was eight. And so in 1988, in St. Paul, there was a convention here, and they had, like, Spanky McFarland was here. Oh, um, So I met shit. Spanky. But Sunshine Sammy was a little rascal. And the reason why they have little rascals at these Lauren Hardy conventions is because it's Hal Roach Studios who did Lauren yeah, Hardy Yeah, I mean, that's also so, classic stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, Sunshine Sammy was there because he was a, the silent little rascal. Oh, he, he was? was? Okay. Yeah. And How he, old was he in that, in this? He was 28 in this movie. God, he's, they, they do a surprisingly yeah. teenager-y job as right. these things. But anyway, Sunshine <laughs> And Sammy, I got to see him. He actually tap danced on stage at the Laurel and Hardy oh, convention. Oh, fuck. That so I got cool. to see him. And he was like 74, that's 75 cool. at the time. I didn't and, see that, so have to And he was, he was, a, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So anyways, seeing him in this, I'm just like, ah, he is really talented. Like, if they would, I, if they would just do a movie on him and his antics, I would love it. That would probably, yes, be you good. could just do him. I would just uh, like yeah. it because I, I, the other kids are well, kind yeah, of. Thing. Here's the thing. As much yeah. as I'm saying racist, character and stuff, all the other kids, they make some jokes. Oh, there's the one joke they make where. skin color Well, jokes. yeah, there's the one joke okay. when, when the lights go out and it's like, I can't even see you. You know, it's like. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, they're, whatever, there's jokes. They aren't like racist. They actually mm. treat him fine. Absolutely. They're, they're his friends. Yes. I actually don't have any problem with that. I, Boy, my problem is that. This it's, movie is a horrible disappointment. When I, there, here's the real reason. Why, yeah. when you said pick two of these or two yeah, of these? Yeah, Bella like, I saw Bella Lugosi on the poster. Oh, watch them all the Yeah, he's, <laughs> he pretty much is doing a really bad Dracula impersonation of himself. Yes. And, and, and there are even a couple of times where I'm like, but, is this somebody else's dubbed voice? Well, there, is no, voice? there is no energy within his performance. You can easily no. tell he's collecting well, a paycheck for his morphine addiction. Yes, at I this mean, point, and they, they didn't pay him shit. No, the, probably every not. Every studio was but, ripping him off hardcore. But I'm sure he his was. His life was a living nightmare. But he was still accepting it because he needed that money. He needed so. that money. And mm-hmm. if I, But I remember I, I saw some stuff yeah. where they all underpaid him oh, yeah. and then would give him top billing. Yeah. And I'm like, you've got to pay that guy thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, because there's a shit ton of people yeah. in 1941 
who went to go see this movie because they said Bella Lugosi on top. Yeah. And then they saw some stupid kids running around a fucking yep. haunted house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it was it was it was really bad. So it's a one for me. I'm going half. You're going half. To it start. is. Okay. It is. This one was really hard to get. Through. It was rough. It, it was, was rough hard one. to get through. And then at the end, Bela Lugosi wasn't a Dracula. He was just a magician who was trying to, like, yeah. practice his magicianing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then he, like, <laughs> makes the pretty girl disappear. And then one of the kids goes in there. I'm going to go in there and find her. And, and he gets sent Sammy. Sammy comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy. And I'm like, okay. I guess that's a joke. But at that point, I just hated the world. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. It was, it was not good. <laughs> um, keep him flying. Alvin Costello is next. So... Um, as I mentioned before, I, I'm a big Laurel and Hardy yes, fan. Yes, you what you're about to say, you've told me. Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, it's funny, within the realm, so I've talked to a lot of Laurel and Hardy fans, obviously, because I go to a lot of conventions. Okay. Within the the realm of Laurel and Hardy fandom, Evan Costello are not very well liked. Yeah. Evan Costello are like considered to be, oh, they're kind of like, not. I wouldn't say the rip-offs of Laurel and Hardy, but they're a comedy team. you got a skinny guy and a fat guy. That's and, where the similarities end, in my opinion. Because in this, the skinny guy is a straight guy, and the fat guy is a funny well, one. But in Laurel and Hardy, it's, uh, in some ways, no, 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 no. it can go back and forth. In Laurel and Hardy, Oliver, Oliver Hardy is not the straight man. They're both funny. Oh, yeah. Well, in this, actually, I would say Abbott is also funny. They're just a different version of funny. Costello is more... Curly Howard. Funny. I would say Abbott doesn't do anything funny at all. Oh, he. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't even. I just didn't even trying to do funny. He just yells at Costello the whole time. I know. Have you met me, Austin? <laughs> I like people who yell. <laughs> yell at idiots. And Costello is a fucking imbecile. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. So Abbott Costello. So I've only seen this is my. I want to say my fourth or fifth Abbott Costello film. Okay, I've, I, I, I've I've seen like Meet Frankenstein. I will say, see, I've seen, and that's supposedly their best one. And I still thought it was okay. It's it's the best one I've seen. Um, I've seen uh, Meet the Mummy, and then I've seen um, The News Hangs High. I think it's called. I do the only the thing I really like Abbott Costello. I love their Who's on First is a classic routine. Yes, I and love they do the, like six versions of that in this movie. <laughs> not, not nearly as good. I no, don't but think. that's where it came from. Right, that's right, a later right. thing. No, no, no. They did it. It was before that. I think. was it okay. I but they, they do a before. very similar misunderstanding right. thing going on. Oh, which absolutely, isn't bad. So Abbott Costello. Um, this is called Keep Him Flying. This one is very loosely tied together with a plot. Oh, it's got six different storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Abbott and Costello are well, only in like two of them. Well, they <laughs> they start like they're in like a carnival or whatever, and then. And there's like uh they're they're friends with a high flying ace guy Who and has like a like, I think three secret families that he's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, abandon. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we're supposed to like this guy? No. I, just, I didn't like him. You're it. supposed to him. by the end, you're supposed to, you're supposed to like him. And I'm like, God, I don't like guy's, him at all. That guy's fucking garbage. No. <laughs> and then, so, but anyways, in a weird contrived thing, they're like, oh, let's start a woman haters club. Okay, cool. Yep. It's just, it is random, random. Yeah, no, yeah. In the opening credits, did you notice that it said... Two different things in this were directed by a different person. No, I did not see that. Which I saw that and I'm like, let's pop it out of chain all over again. Oh. The torpedo and flying sequences were directed oh. by, I don't know the name, by some other guy. Well, And I'm going to tell you, those are the best sequences in the fucking movie. Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Lubin directed um, the Francis movies. Okay. It was interesting. Yeah. Weird. Uh, so as far Francis as Francis movie had a plot. Well, <laughs> well, he didn't write those. He didn't yeah, write yeah, those. I know. But so the thing is, with, with I don't have a problem with the direction in this movie, as far as like the technical direction. Yeah, whatever. So it's fine. Whatever. It's a it's a yeah. movie where Anyways. two guys stand around talking to each other. Anyways, so, yeah. so they so now <laughs> then there's a contrived thing. I'm like, let's just go to the army. So then they go to the army, 
And then well, they got kicked out of their current jobs of yeah, keeping yeah. airplanes in the air. Just and so they're going to go to a thing where And then the other guy goes with them. This is military movie yeah, number yeah. two, by the way. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then they fall in love with... Uh, well, it's funny. He goes, hey, what are we going to? Buck Privates? Because that was their one of their first movies, is Buck Privates. So then they said, no, we're going to the Air Force. That's funny. Um, sure. Uh, if you knew what the fuck they were talking about. So then... When they did. But then all of a sudden, the, the other guy skeeves on that one singer lady, too, at the nightclub. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to be the USO. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to the army, too. And, you know, so then they join. They're in the Air Force. There's, like, he's trying to get on this girl. Then the Abbott Costello meet these twins. Which I was like, I hope these are real twins. Was no, it? they were not. There they was, were not. It was pretty obvious split screen. But oh, actually, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, here's yeah, what yeah. I wanted. I wanted Martha those three Ray. twins where they filmed everything like a split screen. That would have made me give this movie a full fucking star. Okay? <laughs> Mar- yeah, Martha Ray um, played, played the... And I thought she was actually pretty funny. She was good. She's I liked funny. Her in the movie. Yeah, She's yeah. funny. I like Costello. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. I, I like Costello. I, I, so, I like Lou. I, a couple of the times, there's some things that he does that make me laugh. I would say one out of every 20 things, I would chuckle a yes, little bit. Yes. I'm like two out of every the, eight. The problem, <laughs> the problem I have with Abbott Costello is that, especially it's Costello, because Abbott is just there to yell at him. Costello's the one that's doing the comedy, in my opinion. Don't rip on the yellers, so, Austin. Yeah. The yellers are the are God's favorite right, right. men. Okay? So Costello, <laughs> Costello doing the funny stuff. So all his humor, he's carrying the weight of the humor on his own. He is. He's and very and much Stan and Ollie are they're 50-50 if you watch their movies. No, I, no, I, and, I I understand what yeah, you're yeah. saying. I understand. And what so you're with saying. Costello, he's carrying the comedy, and it's just he tries so fucking hard. It seems forced to me. The humor, his little. <laughs> That he does. I hate it. There's a lot of times where, <laughs> yes, I can see that. There are other times yeah, yeah, yeah. where I'm like, I don't know, when he was that baseball bat thing. Oh. It starts off bad, and then later on, he just gets hit like 95 times. I'm like, <laughs> ah, finally, I'm getting smacked in the head 95 right, right, times right. with a baseball bat. That's funny. So the rest of the movie <laughs> is just a series of them bumbling around. You well, know. then there's also the other series where the guy's trying to hit on the the, uh, the flyer guy. Oh, yeah. Who's trying to get his own girlfriend. Well, there's a but sub- he's the worst human being I've ever oh, yeah. fucking seen so, in my entire life. Yes. <laughs> he's so, so terrible. The, the, most of the movie is, is Avicella just doing their thing, doing like, oh, we're trying to fly, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that. And um, and then there's a mi- there's a little mix-up with the twins. Um, and there's well, a little that goes ha- on, haunted that, house. That goes on for like... 40% of the movie. And there's like the Haunted House stuff where they, yeah. they go in there. That was where I'm like, was this the first one? Apparently haunted it was Haunted House not. movie? I don't know. What about that first time where they were in a Oh, house right, right, right. So that's mixed though. All the Abbott Costello nonsense, like silly stuff is mixed with stuff with um the subplot of the flyer guy and the girl and then the girl's brother. We're supposed to care that this guy... Oh, it's scared of flying and like though this is the problem. This is a studio it's problem. Real boring. So this There's is Universal this, Studios. This is another really boring movie. Well, I'll tell you this though: the problem with with a lot of the studios that want to do these comedy acts, it's like, oh, we can't get people to identify with the funny guys. We got to shoo in a, a, a yes. plot in there, and that's why. So obviously, here's a little history for me because I'm a big Lauren Hardy fan. Lauren Hardy started at the Hal Roach Studios, and their movies were about them. Well. They got out of that contract because they wanted more money, so they went to uh, Fox and then MGM, I think. And they, and when they started doing other studios, they were like this, where they would shoehorn in a plot in these Laurel and Hardy movies, where they were just in the background, and they were the they were the comic relief. It's they're it was, not good movies. Their last like eight movies are not good, 
and and which and, is, and it sucks. Yeah. And which it's sad I mean, which watch. is where they needed to understand how the Three Stooges work. The Three Stooges are like always the main character. <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah, no, they are the main. Well, they're always the main yeah, character. Yeah. There's never. There might be some other characters. Yeah. But they're always short for one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you haven't got time for all those other. Right, shows. right, right, right. Okay. But that's the problem I have with this movie as well, and the fact I just am not a big fan of Abigail Stout. I understand. I, just, I don't think they're very funny. I think they're more forest humor, and knowing that the fact that they actually didn't like each other. The thing that I love about Lauren Hardy that they're so endearing, even though they they like do things to each other, um, you see a mutual love. You feel the mutual love with Lauren Hardy, and here it's just two guys that are just with each other, and they just yell at each other and do crazy things. And yeah. there's no heart in many to ways, Costello where there the is a Lauren Hardy. In many ways, that's my it, problem. With it. it it would work better if they weren't supposedly best friends. Right. If they were just people who ran into each other, maybe, and didn't like each other yeah. in them in the movie itself. It would actually yeah. make it funnier and well, work better. And that's also why I have... Because then it would make it would make more sense with the way they're acting. Well, that's why I have a problem with... Because I'm also not a big fan of Three Stooges either because... You're a it's, bad person, Austin. It's just Kevin. a bunch Three of slapstick. Three Stooges are a fucking American legend. It's it's just a bunch of slapstick with no heart. And that's what I like Laura Hardy because there's just well, something endearing about see, them. No, okay, so that's with the Three Stooges, I think it's all heart. <laughs> I am not kidding. Oh, I don't think so. I, don't I think, think it's all slapstick. They love, but those three people. Oh, I'm sure they legitimately no, no, no. love each no, other. No, they do. They do. I just it, it, but even though Mo is constantly angry with the other two in real life. Love no, they them. did. They best did. Best friends. They did. Best people they, they that he ever met. Well, some of them were his brothers. Chef yeah, Howard yeah, yeah. Two of them were his brothers. Yeah, yeah. Larry, I don't know how. No, no, Larry, Larry, Larry was not. But whatever. But no, no, no. I I like them better than with them. With with three Stooges, it's more of a re- uh, repetitiveness. With them, where it's just like you've seen five. You don't shorts like and seeing see funny one. shit over and over. You fucking garbage. Well, is different every <laughs> so, time. So okay, anyways, in yeah. this, like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are two scenes directed by a different person. Yep. One is he's like, uh, Lou gets on a torpedo. Yeah. And is riding around. Actually, I laughed at that. That is funny. However, I laughed at that because it was filmed pretty badly. Because of like the really bad screen, I, but and that's the sped what up I stuff. liked about it. Yeah, okay? me too. No, I agree. That's why I'm like. And then at the end of it, all these tires go all up in the air, and they hit them, and they land on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, am yeah. so tired, and yeah. for some reason, I'm like, ah, I found that fucking. Funny. Okay. And <laughs> no. then they get stuck on a plane at the end. Yeah. It's like the last thing happens in the fucking yeah. movie. That one and I didn't care there. for. I didn't like that. And one. Well, it, and then Costello doesn't know he's flying, yeah. and he tries to get out of the plane to go get his jacket. Yeah, and he's like yeah. walking around on the wing and stuff. I don't know. I thought those were funny because yeah. those are what I wanted this yeah. movie to be. It's not. Pure fucking insanity. It's not, though. And then there's so much boring. Well, I'm going to give this one and a half. That's what I give it. I give okay. It one and a half. Because like the like bad shit better. is bad. Yeah. I was okay. considering two. The bad yeah. shit is bad, but the bad shit is real no, fucking I'm bad. I'm giving it a one and but a half. But actually, there's like those two scenes. Those yeah. are really the only reason. I'm giving it a one and a half because there are... Um, I will, I'm not going to deny that Abbott Costello are not talented. They are. It's just not, I just don't find him endearing. I don't find him all that funny. And I think Luke Costello is, he just tries so hard. However, there were some funny stuff in the movie that I did like, because I, I do like classic slapstick comedy. So yeah, the rocket ship scene was funny. Some of the bat stuff was funny. Every once in a while, Costello would say something that's funny. I really like the twin stuff. That was That like, was funny, because she was, was funny. I and wish, she was good at being two different people. I thought so too. In and, like the same scene. <laughs> she was like, And I also like it good. too, when... 
heavier set people get a girlfriend, you know, that, and they don't have to make mention that, oh, I like you because you're chubby or, you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's nice to see. She wasn't like a supermodel or anything. No. So I'm like, okay, whatever. She was pretty cute. She was not okay. She was cute. No, no. I think she was on par with Keanu with, with Lou. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah. So I mean, it made sense. I, it does bother me when I when sometimes I decide to take this guy and he's just get like the most attractive person. Yeah, yeah, in the world. yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. she can. She doesn't want him. Okay. <laughs> no, but you can definitely tell him like she's totally into him and yeah, him yeah, yeah. She was stuff. good. No, she, she was good. Yeah, I think there's like four songs in this. Yeah, and uh, like two of them are pretty good. One of them is just Boogie Woogie Bugle Boys, but. Oh my god, this is a different song. We with the same exact music. I laughed so hard when they just started going to the air and I'm like, what the fuck? And it's just like full blown oh, yeah. musical number. Well, yeah, like, there'll be a big musical number and with like the all the all the servicemen in the background start singing. Them, and I'm like, like uh, this was gone full crazy 1941 musical. I'm like, what's happening? No, that so was because they weird. have to get it to an hour yeah. and a half. That's Sorry. Really what happened. But yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'll still give a couple of their other movies a chance if I do see them, but I'm, I mean, I'm just not a fan of the Here's films. the thing. As not, much as you're picking on this, yeah. boy, whatever. Preferred to see that other one than that second dead ends piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is much better than that. But yeah, one and a half for me, one and a half for you. I feel like if you are actually a legit, like I'm a big Abbott Costello fan, I feel like that you would forgive the other stuff and just like all their antics. It's weird. I think you could edit this movie to just be Abbott and Costello being lunatics. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this movie's I would have loved to see a movie just with them and the twins. Not yeah. even on the army Oh, show. yeah, with crazy stuff and... Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been a that would have been a better movie. I think it would have been. Instead, yeah. you have to p- p- put that loser in there. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. He was so stupid and so bad and not likable, and you're supposed to like him at the end. And I'm he like, was like a predator. He has like yeah, was... three secret families. Yeah. They talked about it. <laughs> it was like numerous children right. that he's abandoning to join the army. <laughs> okay, so next movie. Texas. Texas. <laughs> Moving on Texas. Texas. This is starring a very young William Holden. Yeah. And a pretty young Glenn Ford. Glenn Ford was in the gazebo. Yeah. Also, George Marshall directed the gazebo. He directed this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. It's the same. And he also directed Houdini, but you know. The direction wasn't the problem, uh, Houdini. One and a half, one and three ain't bad. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know what I mean? This uh, is no gazebo, but it's not bad. I actually like this movie. I, I didn't admit. hate it. No, I no, hate it. I like I it. I like it. it. Texas. I didn't hate it. The, yeah, this is, it's about uh, two guys, they're best friends, and they're broke, they're homeless, they're... Uh, this movie's an hour and a half. So much shit happens in this movie. A lot of shit yeah, happens yeah, in this movie. Give me your thing, and I'm like, I'm going to tell you, he's only 10 minutes into this movie, yeah, and yeah, he's been yeah, talking yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. It's going to take him 45 minutes so, to describe this movie. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going to try to do more of an overview, and then we'll go into the details in some of the scenes. They are just trying to make a way to find a buck, because I think they were veterans of the war. They're veterans. They're, yeah. they're, uh, they're Confederate yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. veterans. There are a couple they're Confederate They're Johnny Rebs. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they were in the like Virginia Army, right, and now right, they're trying right. to go to Texas... Right. Yeah. Probably you know, away from the north. Right. They're trying further away from north. They're trying to make enough money to get to Texas, and yeah. so there's some stuff that happens in the town. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But what the main plot of the movie is that they go, and this is like probably a half an hour into the movie now. That stuff in the town with the fight. Well, they took, don't get like, to Texas for yeah. yeah for well into the movie. Anyways, <laughs> they see a stagecoach robbery, so they're like they go and they um they just watch it. From they watch afar. it, and then they go to the guys. Uh, that robbed it, and they robbed them. They took the money. Oh, it was like the, ten thousand, right? Yeah, it was like a lot of fucking yeah. money. And Glenn Ford, I mean, it's pretty clear that William Holden's like, I want to keep it for myself. Yeah. But Glenn Ford's like, No, I plan on giving it back. We'll so, get like a reward and shit, right? But what happens <laughs> is 
um, the guys think that they robbed the stagecoach. There's like a, an arm, yeah. you know, like the because uh, he has the, the deputies. Yeah, so they go <laughs> after him and they split up. They're like, okay, well, um, you go this way, you go that way. Yeah, and they split up. They're and they, like, and they assume they're never going to see each other because it's fucking Texas. Right, okay. right, right. Because it's super huge. Well, and yeah, they're like, we're traveling in Texas. We haven't seen a town for fucking ever. Like, yeah. Um, they're, they, at one point, they're like, I don't think Texas actually has towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, the Glenn Ford character ends up on this ranch, and he ends up working at this ranch where um, William Holden, um, but while he's getting away, he runs into a, a lady, and he kind of holds her up just to take their coach. He's not really holding her up. He just, he wants to get away. He's desperate to get away. The timeline doesn't super work out for me. No. Okay? Yeah. Because he's still on the run, but yeah, the yeah. other one already has the job. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, her, yeah, yeah, And I'm like, yeah. isn't this the same day? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so anyways, he's going, uh, so, he's, so he's he's trying to get away. William Holden is. And then th- there's a little business with him and, and the girl, and, and uh, like, He's like, oh, you're you're cute. She's like, uh, get the fuck away from me. Um, yeah. And then uh, you basically kidnapped me. Yeah, Go yeah, away. Yeah. What happens is William Holden gets a job with these other guys, and he meets like this dentist guy who was fucking awesome in this movie, by the way. Oh, that guy is he so is good in this. Really good in the movie. He's real. He is the standout of this movie. Is that Doc? Is that is that that's is that him? He is. I a- Edgar Buchanan, I think is his name. Really, he's really good. good in this. Yeah. And weird. Yeah. Good in a really weird, interesting way. So he's this dentist, and he kind of talks like this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, come over here. He never never raises his voice in the whole movie. And he's pure fucking evil. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking awesome. Well, you don't don't tell right away, actually. No, no. By the end, he's a weirdo dude. Oh, never mind. He's one of the evilest people in this world. Well, anyways, William Holden gets mixed up with these guys that end up robbing people and stuff. So William Holden's on the other side. He's literally 35 minutes into this movie of an hour and a half movie. Okay, there's a lot. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, Glenn Ford is, you know, he's taking over this ranch because the guy dies or whatever. And the girl in there that William Holden held up is the daughter of yep. the rancher guy. So then there's a little love triangle going on because Glenn Ford likes her too. They're both on opposite sides right now. Well, it so happens that William Holden, they, he ends up, they end up meeting each other again. It's like, hey, we're, we're still buddies. We still love each other and they're hanging out. So they still, they do actually still really like each other. But they just happen to be on the opposite side. So towards the, the big finale or the last half hour of the movie is they're going to do this big cattle drive. And the cattle drive, Glenn Ford's like, you know what? We can do it. We can do it. And the, the Every dent- cattle drive has been bad. Up has to been really point. bad. And up it's to this point, they said, you know what? We're going to make this happen. But that's because the cattle drive has been interrupted by William Holden, um, the, the gang that he's working yep. for. And so now that William Holden's gang, they're going to... The, and he's and William Holden's not the main guy behind this. It's actually we find out later it's the dentist guy that's yep, kind of running he's working the whole thing. For the, he's kind of working for the dentist and the, the guy the, who bailed him out in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, the governor who's guy. another bad guy. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. which is why I'm like, this movie's coming around to me because at that point I had the suspicion you're supposed to think this guy who is the most pro-Southern guy in the world is yeah. supposed to be one of the guys you're supposed to like. Nope. Piece of human garbage. Yeah, absolutely. Like, good. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. it when pieces of human yeah, garbage yeah, yeah. are actual pieces of human garbage. Right. And that's actually <laughs> what happens. Then what happens, so, yeah, so they're going to do this cattle drive, but then William's like, you know what? So they, he has another plan to get in the money a different way, and then he kind of, like, goes against the dentist and the other guys, but at the end of the movie. So, but then there's a big confrontation at the end. A bunch of people are getting killed and stuff, but they're, well, I kind of like what happens during that whole scene, because... You find out that William Holden wants to be with uh, Claire Trevor, the girl in the movie, Mike. So there's there's that love triangle going on, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, so you don't know, like, you know, like, oh, I kind of like William Holden, even though he is kind of skeevy towards her a little bit. But 
Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things where it's like, he is really like slimy towards her. And then she kind of comes around. Yeah, she kind of like, comes uh, around. I'm like, yeah, that was a little goofy. Don't for worry. Me. She's dead by the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is during code. The bad guy yeah, yeah, cannot yeah. get away with any well, acid. You know what I really okay. like? I like their friendship in the movie. And the, I like the scene at the end when William Holden's on the run and Glenn Ford takes him in the back. And he's just like, and William Holden's like, I want to marry that girl. And Glenn Ford's like, you know what? Let's just both of us go off together. That's how I feel about her. Yep. And with you. And I'm like, I really thought that was cool. There was a chance the at that point yeah. where I was like, okay, their friendship's going to win out in the end, which I can live with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. They aren't going to be like maybe no. the best. They might always end up in the opposite sides of things. Yeah. Because one is unequivocally yeah. not as good a person as the other. Yeah. I understand that they can still be really good friends. Yes. But it doesn't go that way. <laughs> no. So, okay. So this movie, uh, this movie surprised me, actually. This movie isn't bad. Uh, I think it's, I actually liked it quite a bit. There's some, I, there's also, it can be funny. Oh, this that movie fight, is. That fight in the beginning okay. went on for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, this, this movie, fucking, this this movie pretty, is this actually pretty funny. So I was actually surprised by a lot of the humor in the it's film. It's weird. It's really Because funny. I would say on this episode, yeah. the times where the comedians are in the movies are the least funny movies. Yeah, I think so. I think so. No, I actually, I laughed a lot in this movie. Okay, so when they get to this town in the beginning of the movie, there's there's a way to make money, and they find out, like, oh, we, they need someone to fight this, like, prize fighter guy. So William Holden is like, let's do it. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna fight oh, this guy. That guy's stance was so no, fucking The guy insane. who does the stance, he's, he, I don't know. It's, it's, I can't, it's pugilism. You, you can't see what we're doing. We're both doing the stance right now. You, but, we, here's the thing. If you've ever seen black and white, like, boxing photos, but even more of a character. Well, they're holding that. their fists, like, uh, underhandedly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And their knuckles are facing. And then like, the way out. he puts his butt out, and it was just like, yeah. yeah. He's, like, crouching. I'm like, that can't be comfortable. Right. <laughs> and so there's this fight scene, and it's it's probably eight minutes. I mean, it's a long. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's a long. Well, in this movie, like I said. It's 89-minute movie. Yeah. People will or say stuff like, oh, kid, kids just don't have the attention span. And I'm like. Did you see some of these fucking movies? Nobody apparently had attention span because yeah. everything has to happen in twelve second increments. Okay? Absolutely, yeah. It's so fucking fast. No, it was it was really fast. But but yeah, that fight scene. There's just so many funny things that happen in the fight scene. Like we're on round thirty five because you get knocked out. That's the end of the round. He keeps getting back up. He keeps getting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, they had weird rules, but they did a good job where the rules were said right in the beginning. Yeah. The moment somebody's knocked down, the, the, it's over. And yeah. then if you can't get back to the middle and 30 yeah. seconds for the next round the fight is over and he just keeps getting back up i even like uh the opening titles i thought were really good in the movie the way oh, texas yeah. goes up and there it's, is you know this is the second instances of really cool titles. opening titles and there's still one more yeah that has really cool there opening is, titles there coming is, up there is. um but yeah I, th I thought there was some really great stuff i thought the stagecoach uh, scene when he steals the stagecoach with Claire Trevor and they're like running around and she keeps like, hitting those bumps. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and then there was a few times where they did a close up where you could see her and I'm like, uh, that's just oh, fucking her. And same thing, same thing with some <laughs> of those did horrible stuff. Well, some of those same things with the rough riding scenes. I'm like, oh, that's really William Holden oh, going yeah. at the top speed yep. and Glenn Ford at the top speed. It's, yeah, there was um, some stuff where I'm like, uh, those guys, they weren't big enough names yet, so they no, got to do their own fucking William set. Holden, <laughs> um, I, he's not my favorite actor. I think he's a little wooden at times when I see him. Oh, most. I don't know. I, I, thought love him. Really, I thought he was Oh, no, he's there. great in this movie. And and uh, I really like, um, I mean, Wait, Sunset and, Boulevard and, is a great movie. You know, when people go back and they talk about, like, actors, like, I'll go to, like, 
you know, Charles Lawton or I'll go to Humphrey Bogart. I usually won't go to William Holden for like favorite actors okay. of the time period. This is pretty early in it the is. Holden. It is. And but I think he's I think really good. good. This and is I think one Glenn, of the reasons why he got to be a big name. I think so too. And I think Glenn Ford is really good in the movie. Yep. I think Claire Trevor as Mike is really good in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think she's good. She was probably more, almost more There's famous than There's actually a lot of people yeah. in this that are good. The, yeah. Even like, even the judge from the beginning of the movie oh my God. is really so, fucking good. <laughs> okay. The thing that kind of makes this movie stand out that's the colorful supporting cast. Yeah. So, like, in the beginning of the movie, there's a judge when the guys are on trial for whatever because they were they stole some cattle or whatever, right? Or yeah, they, did no, they stole some food. Yeah, or yeah maybe they right. stole the cattle. I can remember. We were going to kill it and eat it. Right. They were just saying we were hungry. Right, exactly. But the, the cop is, or the, the judge he finds is, out there are Confederates. Right. And so he's going to throw the book at him. But the judge is funny because he's, like, always, like, spitting. And if you look at the sign, it says no spitting on the floor. Oh, there's a sign. That, right, that was one of the first funnies. He misses once. And then he like takes a second look. <laughs> you know, just doing and the and the way he's got his voice like that, you know, and his. But yeah, no, I just thought there was some, some really funny things in the film. But then mix it with this kind of serious plot of you know two guys on the opposite sides of yeah, the track. It's and weird I thought it was much, really good. It, yeah, it's different. It's weird how much they this movie is an epic film. It is. In an hour and a half. Yeah. And and the and I, I never heard of this movie and I and I've watched a lot of westerns from, well, from the golden you, age of Hollywood. Hard to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not because of it's just being called Texas. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Being this generic, this is another one. I don't think it, not on the level as Ladies in Retirement, but this is a, the, uh, this is a, a little lost gem that I think is really is, good. This is a I, it's a three. It's a three for me. You I didn't know, like it as much I, as I know, me. I'll I'm probably guessing. go three. It's, I think it's. it's uh, I gave Ladies in Retirement three and a half. I would watch this again because I really I would watch Ladies in Retirement. Here's the thing. Again, I too. think this is something I would happily watch with some people. Yeah, and it absolutely. Be yeah, it, because it is still another one. Here's the thing about Ladies in Retirement. Yeah, that's a slow moving movie. Yes. And the rest of them after that, to this point, have been fucking mile a minute. Yeah, this just is zoom. This is a pretty fast paced zoom. zoom too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but uh, and the shootouts in this are pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it's I think it's a really Their good solid western. Are like legit stunts. Yeah. yeah. At one point, I think it's Holden. No, I think it's Ford who gets like dragged behind a like a horse. That might like, have been Holden. I think that's Holden. A real that fucking Holden. long time. I think that was Holden. Like, yeah. Uh, he's been. That was when he. Yeah, it was when Holden was trying to escape. Yeah. And he got like in all the cattle, and then he like Holden on the tail of the cattle, tail, <laughs> and he was like getting dragged behind it, and I'm like. Uh, well, that's really William Holden that's being dragged. That's really yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, William yeah, yeah, Holden yeah, yeah, yeah. doing that. I thought that was pretty awesome. No, I this movie surprised me. It, for a, a good solid movie, you got um, good characters, you got good performance from the actors, yep. you got a plot that's intriguing, that's interesting. It's interesting. And then it you goes, and, and it then goes you got places you don't expect. Yep, you got character actors. You don't know where how it's going to end. And good shootouts, good action, um, good comedy. I think it's a good solid package. So it's a three stars. If you like old westerns. This is yeah. one that I think it's well, weirdly hard to find. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's uh, well without a time machine. Right, 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 right. Time machines make it easy. That's right. Time machines go just go to see. I mean, the it's like so. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if you stumble upon the time machine. But well, the plutonium. The plutonium is, is a little expensive. We yeah, just yeah, used. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'll tell you the secret how we get the plutonium. <laughs> we travel to the future where plutonium is plentiful, and we just buy it for cheap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. we just buy gobs of it. <laughs> secret. Secret, secret, secret. Yeah, in, the, yeah, in yeah, 2034, yeah. plutonium everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's only nine years away, or, or 10, 11 years. Yeah, I can't even do math. It's the atomic wars yeah. that make. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Happen. <laughs> yep, enjoy life while you can, folks. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna escape into the past. That's right, we, which we are doing right now. 
All right, our next film is Suspicion, and that's Alfred Hitchcock movie, an actual Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yes. So yes, this is our second one, and our second Alfred Hitchcock Cary Grant one, because we watched To Catch a Thief. We did, we did. Season, so. and, then we, and we also watched <laughs> Gazebo, which references Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Suspicion. Yeah, so I saw, this is the only one I've seen before out of the movies. Oh, so, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, no, I had never, I, I don't, I had never seen it. I've seen this. This was actually, uh, not, believe I, it or not, I, I had never seen any of these movies as far as I knew. Believe it or not, this it was actually nominated for Best Picture. Okay. In 1941. And it's not the best movie you watched. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> and Joan Fontaine um, won Best Actress. Oh, really? I like her. She's, she's pretty good in it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty good. She's good. I love her eyebrows. She's got these really thin eyebrows. And then when she makes faces, like one eyebrow like goes oh, up the other. Like... She's like a crazy clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this now, this movie is, is, I wouldn't call this a typical, what you would, a, a Hitchcock film. It's a drama that has a little bit of like. It takes a while to get to the suspicion part. Except yeah, yeah. For the part where Cary Grant is garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire fucking movie. Pretty much. And then at the end, you're supposed to go like, oh, good, at least he wasn't that. And I'm like, oh, he's still garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, maybe he'll come around, but yeah, yeah. It was no, wrapped up in a nice no. little package at the end. Anyway, so Cary Grant, he plays this playboy guy or whatever. And the, the first scene of the movie is literally they're in a train. And he goes like, oh, sorry, I'm in this train here. And. And uh, she's in first class, and this is a first class car. And the guy comes and takes the tickets. They're like, oh, this is a third class. Get out of here. And then she's like, hey, could I borrow some money? I want to be in the first class. And then he's like, okay, I'll take money. And he's like, I'll give you this, give you this. And oh, here's a stamp. And she, he takes a stamp from her. Here, oh, that, that'll do. He's like, here, take that stamp. That There you go. You can have the stamp. That'll make up the, the money of the movie. Or uh, make okay. up the money on the train car. I you don't remember, remember any I'm, of that? I've seen remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways... So that kind of shows off, like, who is this guy? He's like a weird playboy. But then she sees his picture in, like, a magazine. He's, like, an eligible bastard. Yeah, he's a handsome boy. Right. So she's, like, but what he finds out later that she, like, cut it and, like, used it as a bookmark. She, like, tore it off in the paper and she put it in a bookmark. And then he I remember the bookmark thing. I couldn't remember what it was. Weirdly, I think in the beginning of this, I wasn't having an easy time paying attention. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, this was our seventh movie. It was our seventh movie like... and I just watched Texas. <laughs> <laughs> right. But Cary Grant is pretty much introduced. He is a compulsive gambler. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, and, but he hides it pretty well. Like, in fact, she doesn't really figure it out. Until almost after they're married. It's like, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's all these things. And then as it's going along, you're supposed to think, you're supposed to find out about his lies yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then later on, the suspicion stuff yeah. starts. And right. I'm like, we're well, we supposed to forget about so, all, the horrible, all the horrible shit he's done that well, he actually has done? Well, Joan, <laughs> Joan Fontaine's character is uh, Lena. And Johnny is is, uh, is Cary Grant. But Lena is, so she, she is like... She's supposed to be a spinster, but she is super hot. So she I'm like stunning, and stunning also what twenty three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her ovaries are all dried up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, like she doesn't go out and stuff, and she overhears like her family talking about like oh she's never gonna meet anyone she needs to go to these parties carrie grant is like coming after her hard like yeah he invites her to church because money yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely but but she overhears this so she's like well okay then she starts kissing him because she hears people think that i'm not like that like the next thing you know what she she goes i love you and oh i think i love you too and i'm like and you know that's a common thing in like these 1940s movies zips up fast that's usually what happens so i mean if you're not accustomed to watching like old movies, you're gonna watch it. Like, what the fuck? They just fucking met each other two seconds yeah, ago. Luckily, they I just watched a bunch of movies. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's usually what happens in these movies. They're like, oh, they love each other right away. I can forgive that. That's fine. 
So then what happens is they're married and he buys a house for her. And then he pretty much reveals like, I can afford this. What are you talking about? I'm, yep. I'm like, I can't they afford any fucking, of this. They have a mansion and servants and yeah. he has no money. Yeah, he has <laughs> no money at all. So, but then he gets money like by gambling and stuff. He also has a friend. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. It looks like he gets money by gambling. You find out later on, nope, he just stole that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then he, well, he did legit one in that race though, I think. No, oh, that no, was that, $2,000. Oh, that's they were when he talking did that. Later yeah, on that's right, right, that right. he got $2,000 in a completely different way. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that fucking race. Okay. So, anyways, um, who plays what's his name? Um, Johnny's friend. What was his name? It was like a weird. Oh, Beaky, Nigel Bruce. He plays Beaky. I loved okay. his character in the movie. He was fun to watch. Which one is he? Beaky. He was the guy that shows up. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Actually, I, I, I no, yeah, I like he, his. He, he was, he, he was amusing. He dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. Uh, but that was part of the suspicion. Yes, yes. But that yes. was my one of the issues I have with this movie. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called suspicion. So I'm like, so what? He just didn't do it. The movie's called Suspicion. Yeah. Which makes it yeah. sound like you're suspicious. All right. didn't do it. <laughs> so, you know, you find all these bad things about him. Like he's a compulsive liar or whatever. So what happens is he's going to go into with his friend, the like business partner or whatever, and they're going to like they're gonna try to get some real estate stuff. And he's like, ah, actually, we're not going to do it. Well, you find out that his friend dies. She has this thing in her head. Like, she even has a vision of, of him murdering him. Like, throwing yes. them off yeah. the cliff. Oh, yeah, she has, like, a dream, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she faints, and she's like, ah. But anyways, um, so you find out. So She's so, going to leave him at one point. So now the rest, oh, absolutely. So the, the rest of the film, which is pretty much, like, the last third of the movie, you're trying to, because the first two-thirds is building up this the, this relationship with yeah. him. So the last third of the movie, you're like, is he a murderer? What's going on? And then, oh, is, she, he's, is he planning to murder me? And so, like, the last five minutes is him taking her on a drive where she thinks she is oh, going to get murdered. the stupidest shit. Yeah. Some of the stuff that he's like, I'm going to take this shortcut real quick. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's not a murderer. And I'm like, uh, yeah. so, what? So the whole movie. <laughs> the, the whole stuff movie, all happening in her head? Well, and, and, so I get what Hitchcock's trying to do. Hitchcock is trying to make this movie where he's uh, it's about not a murderer. But he's like, you know what? What if I make it? You know, I, I want to put these things in to make it look like it's a murderer, and then it's not. Yeah, so, well, I understand. Yeah, I understand. so that's that's. I what just feel like weirdly, you could do it better. It doesn't seem so yeah hokey and yeah. obvious that yeah. he is a murderer, yeah. and then somehow they act like he's not a murderer, and I'm like, are you sure he's right. not a murderer? So <laughs> when I when I saw, when I saw this movie the first time, I actually really really liked it. And then it might have something to do with watching Ladies in Time, but when I watched it the second time, I actually like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I like this. As I think much that was my problem. Did. I had watched yeah. Ladies Retirement, and yeah. I'm like, I and this is called Suspicion. Yeah, but there was yeah. this other movie I just yeah, watched yeah. called Ladies Retirement, so, in which shady shit is happening. Yeah, but there's also other shady shit and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, in this one, it's like, I guess he's just a bad husband. Yeah, it's basically his so entire it is crime. exactly he's terrible at being so this. A so, bad so we'll say this. So Alfred Hitchcock's direction is fine. It's a very classy looking. It's not as showy as his other ones. Yeah. Um. But but he does a good job. You know, framing the shots. He's you know he's Alfred Hitchcock for God's sakes. And I think Cary Grant is really good at playing this skeevy character because you really believe he's just this asshole. Oh yeah, character. actually yeah. He's actually, really good. I, oh, sorry, I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, actually, I do believe everybody in this movie is really good. Yeah, Joan Joan uh, Fontaine's good. Uh, Nigel Bruce, like I said, is really funny. There's that scene in the movie where he's like. He can't handle alcohol or brandy, and he starts like choking. Yeah, he's gonna which die. I'm like, is he allergic? Yeah, it's it was which weird. is a thing that yeah. makes it look like, well, Cary Grant used that to kill him. Right, exactly, and that was one of the things too. So I thought that was neat. Yeah, there is some cool stuff in the movie. I don't know. I didn't really buy 
that she would stay with him. Yeah, I didn't buy I that. I had a really Here's hard the time thing. With Here's that. the other thing I didn't buy. Yeah. Does he stay with her? After this, he now knows that she just assumed he was a murderer. Yeah. And then he's just going to stay with her. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, the way they I'm wrap sure it. That would be solid grounds for divorce. The way they wrap <laughs> it up in the end, because they wrap it up in like 30 seconds. She's just like, because you find out he was going to end up, he was going to kill himself or whatever. Yeah. And that, then, that was this other plan. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then just like, turn this car around, please. I just want to go back. And then he starts driving off. And then the, ca- the car turns around. And you see his arm go over her, and then it's the end. That's that's the end yeah. of the movie. And but the scene, like literally before that, you yeah. Hitchcock tries to make it seem like he's trying to push her out of out of the exactly. Thing. But he actually Only is holding her. Of yeah. the way he acts, it's very much like the way a guy would act who's trying to push you out of a car. Yes, because he's like, "I'm going to take the shortcut at the last second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's right in the cliff's edge. Yeah. And the door over there has been widely known through this whole movie yeah. that it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> then it's gonna wide open, and then she goes, and then he pulls her in. So yeah, I thought that was a little, little too conveniently telegraphed. I think. Yeah. And uh, it's um, it so, was weird. It's, I think it's most. If here, I honestly am was wondering if I would have liked Ladies in Retirement even more or less if I watched them in the other order. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I watched Ladies in Retirement, and yeah. then I watched all these not so greats in a row, and then Texas, which is okay. I like Texas. Which is a lot, pretty good, yeah. and then Suspicion, and I'm like, it's this isn't a bad movie. I, it's not a bad. No, movie. it's not. a bad I can movie. understand that people could could watch this and go, "Really, it's it's fascinating." Blah, blah, well, blah. I just honestly believe Hitchcock could have done it better. Well, this is <laughs> another thing too. So I watched it the first time and I really liked it, but I think for me, anyways, watching it the first time, I didn't know what was going on. Watching it a second time, I already knew the end, so I'm watching. I didn't it. know what was happening right. except for the fact that the name of the movie is just suspicion. Right. So I'm like, that makes me in the back of my head go yeah. like. So it's a false suspicion that yeah. he's not a murderer? But yes. then as the movie's going on, well, he pretty much has to be a murderer. They're really basically telling me he's yeah. a murderer. And then at the end, he's not a murderer. And I'm like, that stuff was weird. Yeah. Okay? Well, and so watching it a second time, knowing what I knew, I wasn't enjoying it as much because I'm like, I already know he's not a murderer. So it's just like all it's this one false of those, stuff. Because there's other movies. Because and... like I said, I've watched Ladies Retirement twice. It's better the second time. Yeah, I imagine. This movie is worse if you it's, already know the end. Yeah, it's, it's worse you know the second it, time. You know, it's not as good. Because I don't think it does that kind of thing where if you watch a movie where you yeah. know it, and then you can like, oh, I'll look for all the crazy clues so, that I missed. There's no crazy clues. No, the clues no. are super out there. No. And they throw them right in your face over and over. So I was really disappointed because... I, I really liked this the first time I saw it, and I was just like, oh, that's a bummer that I didn't like it as much. I, it's a two and a half for me now. I'm going... It's two and a half, because I think it's a really I'm well-made like, film, I, really I, well acted. I, I, it's it's well, just... The, yeah. That's the weird problem I'm having with it is. Yeah. This is by Alfred Hitchcock, and I honestly think <clears throat> all the bad decisions in this movie were Hitchcock's decisions. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I mean, I'm actually going to go two. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't write it, but... Uh, because all the performances yeah. are amazing. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he didn't write it, but I also believe some of the filmmaking makes stuff that's supposed to be a little more subtle not subtle at all. Well, that, okay. that's Hitchcock. Hitchcock is yeah. not a subtle filmmaker. But that's the thing. Yeah. I think this movie needs a subtleness where you think that there's a chance that the stuff that's going on in her head isn't the stuff that's going on. Oh. But in this, the stuff that she's thinking, I was like, well, she's fucking right. Okay? Right, right. But she's not. Right. Yeah, no, I was sorry. Yeah, but was, she is because he's garbage. Right. <laughs> he's a terrible that person who married her for money and then stole money and blah, 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 blah. So that was Suspicion. Our last movie is You'll Never Get Rich. Which I like, had never even heard of this movie. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, I haven't <laughs> seen it. Um, I've seen a, a handful of Fred Astaire films. Um, 
I've seen three of um, his pairings with Ginger Rogers. So Top Hat, Gay Divorcee, and Carefree, which all three of those are fantastic. And then I've seen some of his... I'm, inter- I'm waiting for you to review this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royal... I, I want to know what your thoughts are. <laughs> Royal Wedding. Royal Wedding um, is really good. And then he also did Easter Parade. Um, a really later one that I think is really good, too, is um, with Audrey Hepburn, Funny Face is a really good musical. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. And then um, his Zigfield Follies, he's dancing a lot in that movie. And he's such a great dancer. And his dancing in this movie is also really good. Yeah, this is starring Fred Astaire, Rita Hayworth. This was one of her first Mi- starring roles in the film. Yeah. Third military movie. Third, about, yeah. In, in our World War II retrospective. I didn't realize... <laughs> That this was going to be a military movie. I didn't know. I didn't know that at all. And, and, he, and then, like, what, like 20 minutes into it, he joins the army to get away from her. Yeah. But she follows him, and I'm like, okay, whatever. It's the same plot as Keep Him Flying. I was like, what's happening? Anyways. Kind of. <laughs> well, so it starts off, like, as a backstage kind of comedy or whatever. So it's, uh, you know, where he's the director of a play. This uh, is, which, I, at that point, I'm like, oh, this is like, isn't he, like, the, the, the guy who runs the yeah. play in, like, 80% of his movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not <laughs> common for him to do that so he's running the show and he's doing the choreography and then rita hayworth is like pretending to be bad so she could dance with him yes to do this stuff and that first dance scene is pretty fucking good oh god it's great like, uh, most of the dancing is pretty good it, in the movie. it says dancing yeah and then i'm like yep i'm glad i'm watching this movie because <laughs> holy shit that fred astaire and rita hayworth can fucking dance yeah okay they can absolutely <laughs> dance in the movie um robert benchley is the uh kind of the third lead in the film where, and he's kind of a character actor you've seen. He was in a, a Disney movie called uh, Reluctant Dragon, which is really good. Robert Benchley is is the skeevy pr- uh, producer that does the funding for all this stuff. And he's essentially always doing casting couching se- sessions, was what it seems like. He's always getting girls oh. in the plays, like the, the, you know, like bracelets and getting their oh, names oh, oh, yes, 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 in this. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah. Well, there's a mix-up with is, that. Well, his wife is, comes in. Wife, his wife is actually pretty dang good looking. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, what well, are you he's, doing? He's, he's, a ter- he's a terrible human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, also I'm not. I'm not. I think it's mostly it succeeded on his wife. Yeah. So he keeps trying. I don't think it really succeeds any other. No, time. no, no, they no. Mentioned like another time, and it also didn't work. No. <laughs> so, but anyways, he's trying to get with Rita Hayworth, but then he's just like, "Oh, Fred, can you come in and and uh, you pretend to give her the bracelet?" Yeah, I, 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 I bought other... that bracelet. For you, so you could give it to her. Yeah. Which leads to right. all the trouble in this well, movie. Well, and it's funny because Rita Hayworth is like really into Fred Astaire until she finds out that he's scheming with the other guy to, to cover him. So she's just like, okay, I don't like you anymore. Weirdly, other movies would have made that woman use that to make the relationship happen. Right. In this, it she immediately was like, oh, maybe not. He's kind of yeah. He's, he's kind of sleazy. Yeah. You know what the movie we just watched for the sleazy guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In this yeah. one, she finds out he's and he's mostly being blackmailed into being sleazy. He's not yes. really that bad. No, 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 <laughs> okay. no, no. Well, anyways, he goes to the army and stuff, and then they have a lot of weird scenes in the army where they're trying to do like. Are they trying to do like an Abacus Devil type movie? Because they're trying to do like this There's weird humor. There's a lot of weird comedy stuff. In yeah. This well, they, that they have that white guy. Was pretty fucking funny. The, that mumble mouth dude was fucking it was, awesome. Uh, yeah, well, his name was Swivel Tongue. Oh, God. Cliff, that guy's mumbling mouth where he would say stuff. So, and he's really good at it because I, I'm like, I felt like I should have understood that. But obviously not. It's so weird nothing. how he does it. So he would be like, hey, I'm going to go over here and get the thing. with stuff. 
Yeah. And you're like, what? And then what? he's like, yeah, the thing with the and, shivel and, and the thing. All, all, all the other people in the movie are like, what? What'd you say? And he goes, they repeats it. And he's really good at repeating the exact same thing. Yeah, really good. And you the still shivel, are like, the shivel, not the... positive if you've heard anything. <laughs> it's like he's really fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. And then they have that that other bigger guy too that they enjoy, QP, Q, uh, the QP like a QP doll. They throw him in the movie. Um, yeah, so they they have this weird stuff going on in there. Um, and then Fred Astaire, like, always gets, he's been getting thrown into the, whatever, the, the guardhouse the or whatever. guardhouse, which is where another um, spot where music happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> the second guardhouse dance scene when he's dancing in the oh, guardhouse God. was so terrific. It's, and that was just a Fred Astaire dance. Oh, awesome. It's so fucking Really good. good. Really good. Again, then they're like, hey, um, you, you are a, a guy that put on these plays and stuff. Why don't you put on a military show or whatever? So then there's like a military yeah. show going on. Robert so Benson in other words, come... as much as I was in yeah. the beginning, I was like, oh, he's not going to run a thing anymore. By the end of it, that's yeah, still running stuff. Yeah. And then Robert <laughs> Benson, well, Robert Benson comes in with a new girl and is like, hey, she should be in it because, you know, yep. I'm casting couch. And and then uh, Rita Hayworth is like, no, Rita Hayworth's the one to do it. Sheila. And, and then there's more mishappings and stuff going going on which to, for me i it was eye rolling for me a lot of the a lot of the stuff i i it's weird because i i enjoyed the dancing so much and that one mumble mouth guy i thought was <laughs> fucking awesome and so really it put me in a good mood okay, so okay. i was like you actually I was, like this i was movie. enjoying okay. a bunch of the other stuff too i I, I don't hate this movie. It's, I loved all the dancing. Oh. I thought the mumble mumble stuff, not that it wasn't funny. I didn't felt like it belonged in this movie. Here's the thing. I didn't expect it to be a comedy. It's better and, than Advent Costello. And, and then for 15 sure. minutes into the movie, you wouldn't know it's a comedy still. Yeah. But then it really gets crazy. It does. <laughs> and I, I, I felt like almost to a fault it didn't really fit the tone of the movie for me. Yeah, for me. I understand. Um, I'm giving it three stars, though. Okay. Because I really enjoyed the show. I'm giving it a two movie. and a half because I okay. really <laughs> like the, the dancing, I think, is really, really, really good in the movie. All yeah, the dancing. The oh, dancing and some oh, of the also, jokes were legitimately funny. The opening shit. of the film. That's This is the other credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so Robert right. Benchley is, is sitting in, in, his, in his limo or whatever. Yeah, right and then, there. Really cool credits right there. And then he goes to his driver's like hey could you slow down and then he looks out the window and you literally just watch the titles on billboards going by like yeah. on fences and it's shit it's really cool so they actually made all that stuff and they just had the camera I go know. by until the credits this really is the neat. other yeah. one because yeah. lazy retirement and i'm like they had to fucking make that shit yeah i thought that was really clever i thought that was really cool but then um and i think fred astaire is fred astaire he's uh not the best he's not an academy award winning actor he's just a great dancer He's, yes. he's a solid actor. He's actually kind of okay. Oh, he's a there. good actor. He's and fine. he actually, I think he does get an Academy Award later or something. He gets nominated for one. Oh, he won. No, he life. won Best Supporting Actor in the Towering Inferno. Oh, that's a weird one to win in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, because he hadn't acted in a movie for like 15 years or whatever, and they threw him in here, and I'm like, let's give him an award. Let's give him an award. Yeah, he's Fred yeah. Astaire. You guys are all sad about Fred Astaire getting awards? No, he's yeah, fucking yeah. Fred Astaire. Right. Um, <laughs> And Robert Benchley is is good as the cheese or as the sleazy dude. Um, yeah, he's he's funny. Rita I thought his wife was oh, yeah, really yeah. funny. Rita That's H why I'm like this movie's funny. Rita Hayworth is really good in the movie. She's, she's really. I mean, she, she has a charisma. I mean, it's easily you know why she, she became a star because yeah. she has charisma like crazy. Oh yeah. The other problem I have with the movie, I didn't feel any chemistry at all between Fred and Rita. I don't disagree. Yeah. There it's, is no but here's real the thing. chemistry in the there. The other times I've seen some of these type of movies, yeah. I don't feel a lot of chemistry yeah, yeah, I can see amongst that. the There leads. is, though, like in Singing in the Rain between Debbie Reynolds and Gene Kelly. I There's think there is. some. I think there is. It's the kind of still like the weakest part of the movie is the <laughs> chemistry. It's mostly, I, in many ways, watching 
Singing in the Rain. Yeah. I'm like, I believe they are attracted to each other. Yeah. I don't think they should be together. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it is. So, I guess that was a lot of my problem with the movie. Anytime I was doing a lot of the love stuff, I was just like, eh, get, I'm ready for some more dancing in the movie. Yeah, or luckily, um, there's plenty of it. Oh, yeah. The dance, <laughs> like I said, yeah, the dancing is really good. Rita Hayworth starts so, right off like two minutes oh, in. Yeah. You're like, oh, here's a huge dance well, scene. Awesome. You know, Fred Astaire, arguably one of the best dancers in the world. Um, Arguably. In, in, in history. <laughs> well, not arguing. Well, some people say Gene Kelly, you know. But, well, you, know. you just said one of. You're right. Okay. <laughs> he is one of the best dancers ever made, right? Okay. But, and Rita Hayworth surprisingly keeps up with him. Well, like, here's the thing. At this point in time, one way to a career was just dancing. Yeah. Now, yeah. granted, we talked about Debbie Reynolds, who had to brute force her dancing oh, in that entire yeah. fucking movie yeah, yeah, yeah. to such a brutal degree yeah, yeah, yeah. that she actually got pretty good and can use that in future movies. Right. <laughs> so Rita Hayworth, though, like, when I think of Rita Hayworth, I don't think of her dancing. No, you're so right. So when I it saw does. her, I was like, oh, wow, she's she's pretty good dancer. She's a pretty movie. good dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was good. No, I, it's, it's a short enough movie that it is a completely watchable film. I can't quite fully give it a full recommendation, but I can give, oh, it, I can give it a recommendation with yeah. reservations. This is because the dancing ones, is great to watch. If, if you like, love dancing, watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, you want to watch a Fred Astaire movie? Just you can go ahead and watch this. You're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna be sad because this has some of the, this has really good dancing. Yeah, and then that mumble mouth guy and some other stuff is funny, and I'm like, okay, sure. I like this movie. Yeah, and I, like I said, I like that stuff. I felt like it didn't belong quite. I, like, I, I, I felt somewhat bad at the end. I'm like, I like this movie a lot more than I like Suspicion. Right. And Suspicion is fucking Alfred <laughs> Hitchcock movie. Well, you know, movie. and, and <laughs> the end of the movie, though, it wraps up a little quick again, where, where they're like, she hates him, she hates him, and then she finds out one thing. I'm like, oh, I don't hate you anymore, even though you just literally made me get fucking married in a real marriage license. <laughs> oh, God, that was real creepy. That was a little too much for that me. That was a little much. He and, tricked her into marriage. Uh, in the play. Like, there's a, a, a wedding yeah, scene in the yeah. play. He gets a real guy to marry her, and he says, guess what? We're really fucking married. She's like, I'm getting involved. And then Robert Benji comes in and says, oh, Actually, all the stuff, the bad stuff you think he did, he didn't. So, like, oh, I like you again. Okay, we can be Except married for real. Except for the part where he tricked you into marriage. He did do that part. Yeah, yeah. Also, you didn't do, like, any of the paperwork, so you're not actually fucking married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, so, yeah, it's fine. It's it's it's, it's fine. Uh, like I said, the dancing is the best thing in the movie. Watch yes, it for the dancing. Yes, so. I mean, it's that. And, then, and there's some funny stuff. It does have a problematic ending. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Wow, so that was it. That was a fun 1941. But yeah, um, best movie, Ladies in Retirement, oh, God. Hands Down. Hands Down. You, you watch it right now. It's it was just, actually, you gotta go watch I would that actually movie. maybe even say the best. Uh, there's no male lead in Ladies in Retirement. The guy is close, but he's only in oh, like yeah. half the movie. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Best male lead, best actor. I'll probably give it to Cary Grant because he's, he might, does it, what he does. It might be Cary Grant. He it does what be, he does. Boy, we have co-leads in Texas and they're both really good, but I think I'd have to give it to Cary Grant. Yeah. But female lead is, is it actually... Ida Lupino? It's yeah. Ida, and and supporting actresses are both her sisters. I'm giving oh, it to both of them. Yeah, okay. I'd probably give it to Elsa Lancaster. Yeah, she was, uh, also really good, too. She was really good. But boy, I really, I really loved her sisters. How yeah. crazy and believably insane they were. Supporting actor, I'm giving it to Edgar Buchanan for the doc. For the for the that's, dentist, that's a good I'm, choice. I'm that giving... dentist was good. I'm looking at the other movies. Uh, the buddy in suspicion is good. Yeah, I really liked him in it. Yeah, but I would give it to this guy because he just had that. God, that he is really he is so good. He is, and he's in a lot of the movie. 
And you wouldn't suspect. And he's, and he's integral to the plot. I love movie. it when he would like do dent. He's like, oh look, you got this. Oh god, he's like here. got like these ancient like drills. Oh, this drill's like, a little dull uh, here. Yeah, terrifying. Like, Get away from me, you psycho. <laughs> yeah, he starts off as just. God damn it, Texas was surprisingly good. Yeah. Well, what's what's funny in that we had movie? Two amazing freaking surprise movies this episode. I think so. I and mean, then, if you watch eight movies, I guess you have a reasonable chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some good ones. And then I like Charlie Chan, and you, I mean, you liked uh, you'll never. Uh, get rich. I, I didn't hate Charlie Chan. No, and I didn't hate. I, I, rich, I didn't like. hate Charlie Chan. I was another one that I was more. I liked it more than I expected. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, the problem we have both Ladies Retirement Texas, so that it, it kind of pales. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, Ladies Retirement is is so good. It's it's like I said, it's a better Hitchcock movie than a Hitchcock than this Hitchcock yeah, film. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it is. It feels more like a Hitchcock movie. It the, it's the the story is. And the, I, I even think the way that it was filmed, like some of yeah. the stuff, like when well, that murder scene, when the way the camera's framed and stuff, I'm like, that, that's not unlike what Hitchcock would do. But Hitchcock goes on location and most of his stuff. Ah. His outdoor shit is just Rear window. All outside. <laughs> Rear, Rear window. Rear window doesn't have to. That's a whole entire set. If you're interested in like older films, especially older thrillers, Ladies in Retirement, like you would never get that from the title. You're like, oh, Ladies You would in not. Retirement. That's no. actually one of the reasons why I wanted to watch that and texas because i thought the names were well texas is just hilarious because it's texas. Just, this is gonna be the most western western of all westerns and it and ends it up being a surprising of, good little epic western in 90 yeah, minutes it's yeah. 90 minute epic and late retirements <laughs> is also 90 minutes oh it's, it's not it's a different version of epic because yeah, it really is good. a slow burn it is it, it is. takes a half an hour for that murder and there's a full fucking hour after murder and you're of which she is like he she figures out eventually that he he knows yeah from some stuff because because all, oh. the paper, all that paperwork shit god damn movie's good the scene <laughs> the scene when she finds out that he knows yeah. like that does this close-up on her face and you're like oh is she, is she gonna kill him like although oh, no, that was one of the best things we're yeah. going back to ladies retirement right yeah, 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 yeah. he's because he's like confident that she won't kill him and he goes and she's like once you've already sold yourself, de- sold to the devil, it's easy. Yeah, the, when the she said that, when she said simple. that, it was like, like, holy oh shit. shit, he's dead. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> he's fucking dead. They, they don't have guns. Yeah. So she's got to strangle him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Him. Could poison him. <laughs> it was really. Oh, well, she's like, yeah, you, you'll never know. I'm like, I'm going to come, you know. Yep. You never and know like, when it's coming. It's like, the, God damn, that movie's so fucking good. I might poison so you. Good. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Just fucking watch that movie, everybody. <laughs> it's on YouTube. There's like two copies. So it's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. The next time I think we are doing um, October October twenty third nineteen seventy one seventy one you were doing it yeah hopefully there'll be some like Halloweeny movies seventy so. one oh yeah you're right October twenty third it's, it's weird how much they didn't really films. do that back then though yeah they didn't try to time their movie releases. Because I don't think The Exorcist came out anywhere near it. That was like an early summer movie or something. No, no, Exorcist was like a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> it came I out guess of... it's God Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, it'll be fun to go to the 70s again. So yeah, well, until next time, um, I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. What, uh, what, what'd you say? I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> we did it. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.